Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring Good Morning Amigo. Good morning, Amigo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you, uh, Brianna, did you send the HR paperwork to 2020 now that we've, uh, we've moved forward with terminating this piece of garbage year? Please do me a favor before you <laughs> they email 2020 the uh, exit interview and the separation papers para que 2020 se vaya para el coño de su madre. Good morning, everybody. Come on. You're listening to Good Morning Amigo right here on Sirius XM 145. As our friends from Eliminate Your Limits say, the historic Slam Radio. And you're listening to the greatest morning show in the history of the historic Slam Radio station. It's Good Morning Amigo. It's also the only morning show we've had here. So I can say that comfortably. Good morning, Frank. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, Hannah. Good morning. I'm great. You weren't here, but you were here yesterday. It was fantastic. Out of nowhere, my boy, Yuli, because I shout out to your girl, Hannah. I'm like, what? Huh? <laughs> that was kind of a cool moment. That means you've kind of gotten embedded in here like this into the fiber of this show. Like, I think we can, we can whack the temporary tag off of this thing. Right, Frank? Facts. I think we could kick it in the Cuban derriere. And say toodles to you, my friend. She is a staple and a part of this morning show that has taken us two years to develop. Yeah, buddy. Two years tomorrow. I couldn't tell you how the timing could be more perfect, Frank, and how I can just deliver this message this morning. And while we knew she was part of the show, we've been incorporating her. And she didn't know I was going to say this this morning. Is This is the rite of passage today to let her know that she is a permanent part of this radio show as long as she wants to be a part of this radio show. She has shown... Uh, the energy that we've been looking for, the youth that we've been looking for, the determination, the drive. She's here early. Uh, she stays the course. She's a woman of her word. Uh, she is oozing with class. I, uh, I absolutely adore her, Frank, and I think the world of her. And we think she's a perfect fit. It takes a certain someone to put up with two bald guys, right? You're going to make me cry. Nah, you don't need to cry. Mom might be crying as she's listening in. Shout out to your mom who always tunes in. But the more important thing, Frank, is we've always tried our best to find a way to incorporate some estrogen. Now, we have our young students, and they're great, but let's be honest, Frank. They're a little intimidated by me. They love me. They're all lovey-dovey with me until the moment I say something, they go, <gasps> and they climb up sometimes. That's respect. That's not... I appreciate it, but sometimes I wish they were a little more. Come on. I'm not going to get mad at you. Even if I snap at you, get over it. Like, let's go. I, I want. So sometimes I'm mad at myself, but it's my character. I have a character. Like, you know I'm approachable. Everyone knows I'm approachable. But that there's an immediate moment, at least each time you see me, that for that, this is what I'm told by others, that, that one, five, ten-second period, you're like, ooh. I think, I, I think I'm glad that I met you and we became kind of friends on Twitter before I actually Twitter, met you then tailgate, life. which right. is the perfect path to me being... Hands down, smiling, little loose. That's a genuine friendship then. Yeah, yeah, it went from Twitter to tailgates. And, you you know, he, he got to see the bad side later when he decided he wanted to actually work with me. I go, ah. you sure you want to do this? <laughs> he goes, no, but uh, no one's giving me a shot. So if I can ride your coattails, it's somebody's coattails. Nah, just kidding. He, Bro. he was actually, funny enough, I can say this, he was a fan of mine. It's so weird to say it. For years, he was one of my anonymous callers that used to call i had a bunch of callers that would call in my night show and this character was one of them no way no when we found out it was him uh we couldn't believe it we could not so you know he's an announcer like he's yeah he announces for the marlins he announces mm -hmm. for some colleges he used to do the fake mike biamonte on my show 
and he was a regular participant. A lot two of times, two minutes, dos minutos. They used to go, dos amigos. We had the sound somewhere. I've been looking for it, and I can't find it. So the only one I have is Biamonte doing it. Yeah. He used to do this stuff all the time, and then he'd hang up. We were. We were kind of an offset of what the Levitt. So he was a troll back in the no, day. No, well, you used to like those guys. A good those one, were chronics. A good one. You used to call them chronics. Yeah. My show, which was a night show where people were loose, one of my chronics was Pitt. That's how I got this job. He was one of my chronics. He thought we were crazy. Um, but that was what fueled our show was stuff like his calls. So it was nuts, and we always played to it, um, but there was an anonymous name. So you just never knew. So he stayed close to the cup. He never told me. As our friendship, we started becoming friends. I said to him, I go, yo, man, I want you to come in studio, check out what he does. So I was doing a show with, with uh, Diz Dominic, who he now gets along with, but his first experience with Diz wasn't as good. <laughs> Diz is a hard-nosed New Yorker. Makes me look tepid and timid. So I don't know. They didn't agree on something on the break. And he shouted at him, and he got pissed. Your boy sucks. And he got mad at him. I go, bro. Don't pay attention to this. Like, this just gets mad sometimes. Like, that's, I go, that's this being this. Ironically, this has come in the studio and they hit it off great. Like, this, you saw another side of this. I don't Am think I right? he remembered is the problem. What? I don't think he remembered. I don't, he didn't. He would have remembered. I don't even think he remembered. And he's the kind of guy that he did that and then tomorrow, this is not something he even thought about. Oh, okay. So, very Sid-like. I don't like to compare him to Sid. Sid's, I mean, no offense to this, but, you know, Sid, Sid. But this had that character. I mean, I don't give a rat's ass. But... You know, um, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I just think if you if you put it to the test, that friendship worked out a lot better because of the parameters of the friendship. So, whatever, it's all good. Um, Hold on, I got one more in me. Ready? Go. Milwaukee Bucks foul number thirty-four. Giannis Antetokounmpo, his first team foul number three, at the line shooting two. The amigo, two. How do you do that so well? Give yourself some applause. That's fantastic. Uh, we're going to go to break. We'll get our young broadcasters in the building when we come back. Thank you. Thank you for the compliment. It was awesome. But I stumbled awesome. a little bit so at the end. so much to get to. A little football. A lot of stuff. Good morning, amigos. Sirius XM 145. Slum Radio. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145. Slam Radio. This is Big Papi David Ortiz. You're listening to Slam Radio. He's out of his freaking mind. He's nuts. Crazy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Back here at Good Morning Amigo, Sirius XM 145. Yeah, 2020, that song's for you. You make me want to leave you and hook up with 2021 because you kind of sucked 2020. So as you can tell, um, Hannah, we have lifted the, the moratorium. of. Not, remember, we never said the word 2020 around here. That's right. But I since know. yesterday, I fired... I terminated. We're not renewing the contract of 2020. Okay. So 2020 is being released on the 31st of December. You're being fired. That's why I asked for exit interview and paperwork and, and separation papers and all that. Because 2020 is how I put it. Frank, it killed like five baseball Hall of Famers in two weeks. Hmm, yeah. Right? It was something ridiculous like that. And the one thing I brought up last week that was interesting... I guess I should log in for the kitties now. I'll, I'll do that when you start your conversation. Um, all of these famous people, all I must have named, we went through a list. You read some off yours. I read some off. Frank, could you say we probably did 40 or 50 names of famous people that everybody knows? Like It was 
How many of them died of COVID? None. Zero. Not one. That was interesting. I'm curious to know how many deaths. That's a morbid topic, especially today for me. And I'll explain in a minute. How many deaths are there in the United States on a yearly basis? I hate to minimize anything, but I'm just curious. What are the odds in this year that so many people, quote, died of COVID, end quote, that you can have 50 deaths and not one of those deaths? And they're random. They're just people in industry. There's no, they don't have any connection to each other. And now one of them was a COVID death. Right? So in my opinion, you know I'm good at math, and you always accuse me of that, right, Frank? So if one of those 50 would have passed away of COVID, that means 2% of those famous people that died would have died of COVID. So my question is, is, is the 250,000 deaths, is that where we're at now, maybe a little more? I don't keep track anymore. Uh, look at, I'll look at those numbers now. Are we... I know, I know um, Florida hit a million cases yeah, yesterday. I, something's not jiving. But nonetheless, this year has been morbid and terrible for a jillion reasons. Total deaths in the United States, 277,000. So you've got to figure that better be 2% of the overall country's deaths. If not, the 50 people dying and no one dying of COVID is quite the mathematical anomaly. And I'll do the math later. I'll figure it out. But I'm not in the business of talking. Did you log in, by the way, or do I need to log in, Frank? No, I've logged in. Okay. I won't make today about this, but I like dedicating shows to people, right? And a lot of times I dedicate it to the memory of people. So this is an important week for us, Frank. Tomorrow is the anniversary of Slam Radio. You can do the applause. Aquí va a haber una fiesta. A mí no me importa lo que me digan. Me voy ahí, yo a lo mejor pongo una ordencita ahí en el público, ahí en, en la 22 y flyle. A little sansan, I don't know what. Maybe get some balloons. I don't know what it is I'm going to do because this year has sucked so bad that I want to at least smile tomorrow. Yeah, buddy. I want to get on the ones and twos and I want to have a party, bro. Yeah, buddy. I want to celebrate the next phase of this radio show and this radio station with additions like the ones we have, increasing people like King Gang from one hour to two hours, working with people in the community and allowing our students to work on their shows, as well as outside the community, across the country in LA with Nick Hamilton and his show. And we have one of our students working proudly and producing that show. The things we're doing through COVID, we had to think outside the box, and yet we continue getting first downs. We continue moving forward. So today, on the eve of our anniversary, as I probably will do every year, I want to dedicate today's show to Aniano Cruz. Aniano Cruz, my father-in-law, the GOAT, decided he was, uh, he was going to take a stroll on the evening of December 2nd, 2016. And what ended up happening is it, he ended up strolling through the pearly gates of heaven, and, and we lost him. He was struck by a car in the corner of my home, and, and we lost him. So, never easy, but this is the easiest one of the milestones, if you want to call it that, from 16, 17, 18, 19. This is from the day it happened to today. This is the fifth time I've had to experience 
that grief. But yet today the grief comes with a huge smile on my face. We've accomplished so much here, Frank. And from the get-go, when I got started two years ago, it was on the heels of an anniversary of his death, on the two-year anniversary of his death. And I found it to be so coincidental because exactly a year before, we made the official press release and announcement of Slam Radio, and it was on the anniversary of his death, on the first anniversary of his death. Somehow I think he shines his light here. He was great with kids, and he was a dude that just thought I did no wrong. He was pretty much my biggest fan. When I threw out the first pitch at a morning's game, he was on the field with me. So I promised Frank that I wouldn't cry, and I won't, but I have to dedicate the rest of the show and the energy that I'm going to bring to the show as the same energy he would bring to his parties, all right? I'm bringing to this party today, to the party tomorrow, and every day moving forward. You're bringing that chévere, chévere to the Good Morning Oh, Eagle. hell yes, son. Oh, hell yes. And I am, I am overwhelmed with joy to be able to do that. Um, yesterday was kind of a big deal for me. Um, I let something out that I didn't normally say or wouldn't normally say because mm -hmm. I like to exude not just confidence but positivity. And to admit that I had been feeling like a sad clown was weird. But it was liberating because I don't feel like a sad clown anymore. Um, look, Frank, I stopped myself from crying. Good job. A long time there. Anytime I started choking up, I'd go into tears for 10 minutes. We had to go into a replay somewhere, and I couldn't come on the air for half an hour because I was a wreck. Mm -hmm. You yourself thought today would be a difficult day. Mm -hmm. So the only eminent feature to today is that I'm in black. And it's not a, not a dark thing. And lo lutos, when you're in mourning, it ends after a certain time. I'm not in mourning, but today's that day, and I'm not going to do it any other way. I'll have all the vibrant colors moving forward. But today, this show... And how I feel and who I am is all about that dude. Um, and he was a guiding light during some very difficult years for me. Um, but I appreciated him so very, very much. His attention and uh, his fandom of me, which was unwarranted sometimes. It really was. I would have, I almost felt uncomfortable at times. Because he had a son, he had a daughter. And I liked it when he was tight with them. But I appreciated the love that he showed me. I appreciated how he was with my kids, his grandkids. And... The one thing he always told me is that the youth was the future of this country, which is an obvious statement. But he would always say the youth isn't as misguided as people think. They're just misunderstood. That's all. And he wasn't clear in his wits, and he never saw me start day one here. He was gone already. But I firmly believe, because he died on December 2nd, and everything, if you remember, Frank, rolled into place about this. It had been getting set up. But I think two days after his death, I got the call from Pitt. They want you to go. We're going to plan a trip. And everything moved forward. It was almost as if, okay, you're going to be good now. So I dedicate today's show to him. No sadness, but understanding that life is a journey. And we got to topple that journey as best possible. And live your life to the fullest. Don't live it crazy, but live it full. Because tomorrows aren't guaranteed. Oh, by the way, if you got to tell somebody something, tell them today. Don't wait till tomorrow. It's important that you know that. God, God can humble, but life can humble. You don't have to believe in God, but life can humble. 
And you're here one day and gone the next. How many times have we seen that? God rest Shaky Rodriguez's soul. He coached on, on the Saturday before he died in the tournament and was planning some stuff this month. And now we see his sign on the AAA, a tribute to him. He's gone. Don't sleep on tomorrow, man. They're not guaranteed. So if you love someone, let them know. Remind them every day. Hey, man, I love you. If you appreciate someone at work, let them know you appreciate them. Fist bump. I appreciate you, Vicens. You're a big fan of our show. I appreciate you, my brother. That doesn't hurt anybody. That's kindness. That's, that's good stuff. I want my students to do that. If you appreciate a classmate today, it might sound corny. It might look at you funny. I appreciate you. Even though when we played Among Us, you were the, uh, you were the mole. They might be laughing at that one right now. Have fun with it. But the bottom line is that that dude taught me that life is too short and you have to live life like a rock star. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Yeah, Drake's got away with words. <laughs> Slam Radio Series XM. One, four, five. Sometimes I wish I could rap like him. You wish you can rap like Drake? Are you, are you serious right now? Hell yeah, man. <laughs> I don't but even want to make the millions. I just want to have that vibe. I mean, I know Drake's good. And I want to have that no, flex. I know Drake's good, and I'm not taking away from Drake. No, no, but, no, why, but why would you pick Drake out of no, like no, everybody I that pick, raps? I pick M, obviously. Oh, okay. Right? But but come on, like I'm just I'm talking about him. The thing that Drake has though, that everything that he puts out ends up into a hit. That's the one what thing I'm I've saying, noticed. Though, everything. It's kind of entertaining to hear him. Whether it's he's not my though, favorite, but I don't turn it off when he's on. Whether it's in his feelings or he's hype or anything. Look at you. Always. Everything he puts out is a hit. Everything. I can't believe it. Hey, can I give a shout out to Parks and Rex Eddie? Listens to us. Every morning. I can always count on you. That's like every morning I leave that yeah. damn thing on before. Um, he gave me some good words of advice that I'm not going to necessarily read on the air. But he just told me basically, live for today, can't change yesterday, and tomorrow is never promised. And that's a dude. You want to talk about having people in high regard. I've said this to you before, and I've said it on the show before. Eddie Martinez, bro. That guy's a G. That guy's a family man. That guy has... Uh, looked death in the face a couple of times and he redefines the word badass. At, at, at face value, you don't get the badass feeling from him. You get it. He's a regular Miami guy, eccentric. He's got... But brother, <laughs> he's got savvy. He's got a heart. And he understands so much and he's been through so much and he's a dear friend of mine. And I appreciate your kind words today, um, Eddie. I don't call my good friends my good friends anymore. I call them my brothers. I learned that. Because we, when you're the amigo, the name that I told <laughs> Yuli yesterday that I wish I didn't have, but I had to stick with it. Um, so everybody thinks you're your friend, so you have to differentiate. So it's now I've, you know, I've got a fraternity of brothers. The people who are really tight with me, I call them my brothers. But Eddie's, been my, Eddie's one of my first brothers. I've known Eddie for, Jesus Christ, 35 years? Yeah, Eddie's my dude. I love you, Eddie. Taught me a thing or two about having a set of stones and facing things a certain way. And with him, he had some challenges uh, health-wise that he battled and fought back. A desire to live and a desire to be around his family and his sister and his mom. You know, I, I've known them since I was a kid, man. Like, just a great guy. 
I love the fact that he listens every day. Shout out to him. Shout out to our friend Javier Vasquez, another good friend of mine who tunes in every single day. Um, I love giving shout outs to the fam. Frank, um, I got a, I got a bone to pick with you, bro. Why? Because I do. Why is that? Can I ask you a question? I haven't done anything wrong, so I, I'm very curious why you have a bone to pick with me. Do you remember the conversation we had about Apple Music? Yeah. All right. And you said something about, like, like Hannah's turning us on to the fact that we can do, like, a diagnostic and figure out who our, like, our top ten listens are or whatever. And we were talking about our top five. So I named three, and I said two I will probably would be surprised. Mm-hmm. And you named a few names. I'm curious if I misheard one of the names that you believe would be in your top five. Would you care to repeat your top five so I don't discover myself? Eminem, Pitbull, Takashi 6 9 Okay, stop. Takashi 6 9 Yeah, what's, what's up with Takashi 6 9 You don't like Takashi 6 9 I'm not giving you an opinion on it. Apparently you're gonna because you're, ask, you're questioning me, my, my top three. How is it that we do a radio show every day and that there are things about you that I don't know? I'm feeling hurt right now. When were you planning on telling me about this kinship with Takashi Six Nine? Um, I, I thought you always knew this. Actually, no, negative ghostwriter. Like, all right, we talk so, about a lot of music. So, you may have brought up a song or something about Takashi Six Nine that, whatever. But never in my wildest dreams did I say when you I say top five. I said three that you know, and then I left two to chance. Uh huh. You went to Takashi's third. Yeah. And you want to know what's M funny? And who else? Pitbull. And out of those three, the only one on my top five of artists is Takashi69. No way. <laughs> so I want to be, be really candid with all of you. Lying. Good morning, my young broadcasters. Do you guys like Takashi69? Yes no, and no. No, he's absolutely trash. Yeah. Not no. even a little. Frank, I can't reason with you on this one. Like, Frank gives some of the students crap and, and all kinds of garbage for listening to Lil Uzi Vert, right? Is that the guy you don't like? Yeah, I hate that guy. So, but then he listens to Takashi okay. 69, which I get 69 might be better than Lil Uzi Vert. No, but no. they're different. No, no. That's no. All right, so, I was, so real quick, I was looking at the wrong list because I was looking at songs. So, like, top five songs. I have, uh, like, I was looking those through those artists. It's The Baby, Lil Dicky, Migos, uh, Megan Thee Stallion, and then Takashi Six Nine, right? So but when I go to look at my top, top five, five songs, songs. So, but then I scroll down. Artists. Here we go. Are number one, Eminem. Eminem, of course. Number two, The Baby, which I'm not surprised. I am. Right. Number three, Megan Thee Stallion. Wow. You know I like Megan. She's a savage. You know I like Megan. I'm a savage. And then number four, Lil Dicky. I nice. mentioned him. Who? Lil Dicky. I got to put you on Lil Dicky if you know about Lil Dicky. So the only Dicky I know is Glenn Dicky. He used to be a quarterback for Green Bay Packers in the 70s and the 80s. That's you the only Dicky I know. No, this is a Jewish rapper from Philadelphia. I think he's, uh, he is. He's, he's very creative. Well, I'm sure if I put one of his songs on, you'll be him. I just I don't know him. Yeah, and he's, and who's he's a creative your rapper. You know I like creative rappers. That's why I'm an creative. That's number four. Who's five? Uh, Drake. Nice, that's my guy. So Drake is your top. I gotta solve the top do five. Mine. Like we're gonna go to break when I come. I'm gonna do my top five of songs. I'm curious. For I'm curious now. I'm wondering if I'm accurate with what I said. Mine wasn't that accurate. Yours was weird. I saw it. It, it was, was. kind of odd. But so we'll get to that on the other side. What guys? What do you think your top five would be?
If you have an Apple I, phone, I, I think you can do this. I saw mine. You saw yours? Yeah, well, you know night. what? We're going to go to break, and we'll talk about mine and yours on the other side. That doesn't sound right. Your top five and my top five on the other side. That sounded better. Right here on Good Morning Amigos, Sirius XM 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungle by Lloyd. Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker everywhere. What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio. Serious XM. Yeah. For every sport of every kind, tune in here where you will find. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Serious XM 145 Slam Radio. Who's that? That's Lil Dicky. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Wait, I have a question. Sure. Do you know what he looks like? Well, he told me he's a Jewish rapper from oh, Philly, okay. so he's got to be okay. got to look like one of the Beastie Boys for okay, sure. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, close. Because I didn't picture what he would look like with his I name. imagine him about 6'2", a like, little scrungy, definitely white. <laughs> he looks like he works at Best Buy. Yes. He looks like one of the Geek Squad. Yeah. Like, That's yeah. what I would imagine him. Right. Just exactly. tall. For some reason, I imagine him tall. I don't know why. Poofy, curly hair. Yeah. All over the place. Literally right. geek squad. But but yeah. what makes him so comical is that, like, the number one thing to comedy is you have to make fun of yourself, right? Yeah. So he's Jewish and stuff like that. So he plays in the biggest stigmata with Jewish is that they're kind of stingy. Like, they don't spend a lot of money. So he makes fun of how stingy he is. He makes fun of how stingy that is. So that track was called Save That Money. And that's one of his first tracks ever. The music video, he goes around Los Angeles and he kind of just knocks on people's doors to make it look like that's their house. And people are just giving him permission to do, do certain things. You know, Bro, this guy's very creative. Very he's creative. funny. He has a track with Snoop Dogg. That one I won't be able to play it on the air. But he goes off. Like, they, he doesn't stop. He just goes off. Bro, I guarantee you'll like it. Listen to it. So I'm a little disappointed. I did my, my Apple Music diagnostic here, thanks to Hannah. So she has a feature that tells her the albums, Frank. Did you get the albums list? Because I did it. Uh, I probably didn't scroll all the way down. Yeah, you have to scroll. So I don't listen to albums. I just pick songs all the time. So it's it. possible that I may have never selected an album and played the whole album. I, but I would think if I played a song from an album that would tally it as a song from the album. Like, right? I, well, I didn't have that. I didn't, uh, I, I didn't get that. I'm very impressed with my artist list, though. Like, you keep clicking more, and then it gives you top 10 and top 15. Oh, my, my artist list is phenomenal. I, mine's all so over So did you go top 10 and top 20? Because I went top 20 on my songs, and I was floored. Well, I didn't go to songs, but I did artists. So I did top five. Six is Migos, seven Usher, eight Outkast, um, nine Lil Skies, 10 Juvenile, 11 Kanye West, uh, 12 Jay-Z, six nine, then Nicki Minaj. But it didn't give me more than 10 artists. I couldn't get more than 10 artists. Mine you are going to be floored, Frank, when I tell you the artists. You ready for this? Go for it. All right. So I had told you I thought that in my top five for sure would be Pitt, Rush, and I think I said Lauren Hill, right? Yes, you did. So Lauren Hill's 10th. I don't remember you saying Rush, but I do remember yeah, seeing Rush. Pitt and, um, all right. Number nine is Biggie. Uh-huh. Eight is Jay-Z. Mm -hmm. Seven is Tribe Called Quest. So right now you're like, okay, this guy's, mm -hmm. I got it. Six is Michael Jackson, which I would have never thought. But I guess I listen to Billie Jean too much. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Here's where That's the top gone. five are going to blow you away. Because you hear those 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, you're like, oh, this guy is street, hip-hop, urban. So number five is Celia. Number four is Willie Colon and Maestro. Number three is Billy Joel. 
Number two, Pitbull. And by leaps and bounds, number one. Lauren Hill. Three times the hours. No, Lauren was 10. Oh, that's three right. Three times right. the hours of Pitt was Rush. Wow. I think I know what happened. When Neil Pert died this year, I went bananas playing Rush. That was pretty weird. But the song list is the one that threw me a curveball, Frank Fernandez. I didn't even notice the hours thing under the artists. From one to two is five hours. Eminem had nine hours. The baby had four hours. Yeah, it's six and then two. I don't have many hours logged. That's the other thing I noticed. I'm I have a lot of hours. A hundred hours I've listened to of music over the year. So in my top 30 of music, like Men at Work, Who Can It Be Now? Break My Stride by Matthew Wilder. Don't You Forget About Me, Simple Minds. Shout out to my boy, Rick Hoadley. Rest in peace, Papu. Al Martino, I Have But One Heart. You know what song that is, Frank? You don't know what song that is. You'd have to play it or sing it for me. It's in order the Godfather. To... I have but one heart oh, okay. that I can random. cling to. Yeah, that's very random. Very no, random. that's not random. But very mafioso of, of mafioso me. Plus, I teach my daughter this. Are you cruise to that song? He's very mafioso. Oh, yeah. Like if, mafia, if the mafia game was still around, I'm sure Milian would find a way around it. Mm. So you know who's in my top 25 of Who? listens? Who? Canine. Yo, right. Yeah, Canine's in there. Yeah, man, he even beats out uh, Al Martino there. I've got <laughs> Get It on the Floor, DMX. Philip Bailey and Phil Collins, Easy Lover. Then you got Rush, Michael Jackson, Millie Vanilli. Huh? Are you kidding me, Milian? Girl, you know it's true. No, you don't have those lip-singing twins. There's no way. <laughs> I believe it's there. Hannah, do you know about M Millie Vanilli? It sounds familiar. So He's Millie Vanilli came out. They had this album that just broke records. And then they went to do some performance one day. And they were lip-singing, and the record skipped. And they oh, got busted. Oh, no. And they found out that it wasn't even their voices on the song. <gasps> it was some other group of people. That did it. It wasn't them. They were just what? Were pretty kid guys with braids. Yeah. One guy ends up killing himself. The other guy's <gasps> out of the hiding. They they smashed the. They won Grammys. They took them away from them. Mm. It was a Whoa. scandal. I'm surprised you can still hear it on Apple Music. Because for a long time you couldn't find the song. Remember? I'm surprised you listened to it that, that many. That it's on your top ten. A treasure. <laughs> you can't. What'd you say? I'm surprised you listened to it that many times that it's on your top yeah. ten. I got Marvin Gaye. Got to give it up. Jay Z. Money ain't a thing. Fat boy, Maximilian. Hey, fat boy. I don't can't believe that's in there. I must not listen to this very often because I don't listen to these songs very often. That's random, bro. Oh, another canine song is it is 12. His song six. I have a 12 here. Then I got uh KRS one, Michael Jackson's in there, more rush. Play at your own risk is seven. Will the power say it's gonna rain? Rush, time time, time stand still is five. Jump around. House of Pain, Frank. I could see that. Okay. Four. Luda with Southern Hospitality is three. I'm nervous for one. Lauren Hill. Whoa. Two. I, you're never going to believe what number one is. You're going to make fun of me, bro. I didn't want to even say this. What's that? It's Pit Song. <laughs> How does it win the year when I've only been playing it on this damn thing for three weeks? How did that happen? I don't know. Does it say the amount of plays? Yeah, one by one. From Lauren. What was the song? Oye by Pitbull. Yeah, because you've been, oh my God, you've injected that song into your freaking veins for the last three weeks. I, I'm sure he knows all the lyrics already. Well, the thing is, I forgot, I, that, I forgot that that was the song that made me say, who the hell is that? Mm -hmm. That was my epiphany to who Pitt was. 
dude, that song came out before Kulo. I don't know if you realize that. I believe that song is an 03 song and Kulo's 04. Interesting. It yeah, very... It came, out, it came out in Too Fast, Too Furious. That's how I know that song. I know. So, yeah. my Look, my top 10 is random. So, I have uh, Roxanne at number 10, the, the new one. And then I have Yikes by Nicki Minaj at 9, The Box at number 8, Hot Girl Summer, Megan Thee Stallion at number 7, Gooba, Takashi 69 at number 6, Lil Dicky Will Let Me Freak at number 5, Shake That, Megan Thee Stallion at number 4, uh, Pure Water, Mustard and Migos, number 3, Save That Money, which we just heard it coming into the, into the segment, um, Lil Dicky, and then number 1, Bop, The Baby. No surprise that I know all the you lyrics. You guys over there get any any surprising things on your playlist that you didn't expect? Like I imagine Araya number one is um, BTS, right? Yeah, one hundred and nine hours. Wow! Whoa. I didn't listen to one hundred and nine hours this year. That is holy crazy. smokes! Whoa! Who was your number one, Anthony Milian? My number one, believe it or not, would be Pop Smoke. 66. How strange! Yeah, what a surprise, Ilania. You don't have an iPhone. I don't have Apple Music, but I use Spotify. And I'm looking at it now. Okay. You I'll can, get back to you on We'll that. talk about it because you're in first period. So you, I don't know if Sabi did this or not. Mario, I don't think you have an iPhone. No, I have one, and I have Apple Music. So what's your number one? My number one is Kendrick Lamar with 25 hours. But in a close second place is Jamiroquai with 24 hours. I'm very impressed that you have Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai is cool, man. You nice. really, you, you, you. You got a gift, son. These kids don't even know who Jamiroquai is. That's, he wow. He introduced me to Jamiroquai, and I really appreciate that. They're Nicole, Alba, do you guys have uh, number ones? Well, yeah, I do have number ones. I have um, a couple bands on mine, to be fair. My, my, my number one is... Uh, the Wallows. Who? It's an, it's an alternative band. Okay. Yeah. Alba? <laughs> You're just so confused. I am. Alba? Uh, I don't know. You don't know? Do you have an Apple phone? I do, but I don't use All right, we got to get you the link so you can do that. I got to tell you, though, the one thing I thought for sure, Frank, I got scared when we did it because I always talk about, ah, I don't listen that much to Michael Jackson. I thought... Like I had a, I was like, bro, if this is in my, if this song is number one, I'm gonna flip out, cause, and no, it's not play at your own risk, cause I play it, but, but I become self conscious of play at your own risk over the years. But this song, I can't help it, um, I go to it, I often. I thought it would have been off the wall. I love off the wall, but I, it, there's something. I think you were trying to dissect it so much that you just couldn't stop hearing it. Dude, I can't I think help. so. I can't help it, but she's just a girl who claims that I am the one. This is SiriusXM 145 Slam Radio. That this would have been my number one song. If there's a lifetime diagnostic that Apple could do, I bet you it is. I'll leave you with the king of pop. Slam Radio Series XM 145.
up and text text and eat mm -mm. text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever hi oh hey text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time uh. text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time uh. text and whatever but when you get behind the wheel give your phone to a passenger put it in the glove box just don't text and drive visit stoptextsstoprex.org 
A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Well, it just annoys me that you don't see it my way. Oh, it annoys me that you don't see it my way. We can play this game too. What? Not always going to see it your way. Your way is not the way. I can see it my way. But your way is not the way. So some people, some people are really... That's huge ego of you, by the way. Yeah, of course. You can't spell amigo without the ego. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi. Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities, been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them, but I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me. And my love for him was just immense. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Sam Radio has brought so much positivity into my life that allows so many young people to have a voice. I'm very thankful for this opportunity at Slam Radio. Not a lot of people get to say that they worked on the first radio station run inside a high school. I've learned so much from Frank the Tank. I've learned so much from Danny, from The Amigo. I've learned so much from them and I thank them so much and it means a lot to me. Slam Radio is a community. It just gives you opportunity. They give you opportunities that not many schools have. The people here are just great. Someone always has your back no matter what. It is definitely a place to leave your egos and your insecurities behind and just be yourself and all become one. I'm so thankful for everybody here at Slam Radio and I'm thankful for this wonderful opportunity that I've been given to jumpstart my career. You are listening to Slam Radio on Sirius XM 145. What's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tango Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker Every What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio. Serious XM. Yeah. For every sport of every kind, tune in here where you will find. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Oh, boy. Mr. Ass is doing good work over there with video broadcasting. You saw how he did the whole little promo thing for the basketball team. Oh, boy. Mr. S is upticking stuff here. A couple of his gurus came through. We want to get some B-roll film on you, Mr. Milian. We wanted to let you know ahead of time. We didn't want to interrupt you. With all the respect and professionalism in the world, brother, something is happening around here, man. It's happening. I just wish they were all here. I understand the pandemic doesn't allow that. But I wish they were all here. Not just a few of them. 
but all of them, Frank, um, you know the Takashi 6 9 thing? Yeah. I knew of his name. I've never heard a song of his. And the most attention ever received by me towards him is the fact that on Thanksgiving, he gave a waitress a $2,000 tip. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I decided I might think of liking him because that was a really cool thing to do. Prior yeah. to that, his music didn't move the needle with me. Giving a waitress $2,000 on Thanksgiving did. So I got to see a lot from his music because usually music gets me enticed. Well, I mean, his music isn't the best. It's just it gets me hype. Um, and he even says it himself in the documentary. At one point, he approached a producer and he looked at the producer. He goes, hey, my, my music sucks. But my videos are awesome. Facts. And that, and and it's Facts. it's the truth because if you watch the videos, the videos are very um, entertain. Very the videos are very entertaining, um, and it, it kind of got you more intrigued. And he was so wild that whenever somebody goes nuts, you kind of wonder what his next move is going to be. And that's kind of the persona that he created. And everybody was kind of they gravitated towards it. And I was telling Vicence he was back here hanging out with me the last segment. Um, whenever I go out or whatever, you know, my, my wife never, ever, as, if I have one beer, my wife does not let me drive. She takes over. She's like, I'm going to drive, or whatever. Her. So it's great. My wife does not drink. What a champ. Means, but every time, I don't know if you've ever offered her a drink. She always says What no. a team player. She does not drink. So even if I have one sip of anything, she My drives. turn. But when she drives, and I do have a drink, Takashi 69 comes on. And she's already <laughs> learned how to put up with it. And I put it on loud and I get into it. And that's my. What does Addison have music. to say about this? Addison has not been around for my oh, hype okay. Takashi 69 music. Yeah, I have, I I haven't not found allowed the, to play Eminem around my kids. I haven't found the kids' bop version of Takashi 69. Oh, yeah. I, was, I was strictly I don't prohibited. Think that yet. Yeah, I was prohibited from playing M in front of the kids. And then we'd get in the car. I go, Amanda, listen to the song, but don't tell your mom I played it. You gotta lose yourself in the music. And then all his, and then once in a while I give the version of bad words. She goes, oh. I go, but those are bad words. You're not allowed to say them. So why do you listen to them, Dad? I go, well, because that version of the song was better. It's better, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, goodness gracious. So yeah, I just wanted you to be aware. Uh, Eric Velt, listening to the show, curious as to what Jewish rapper we were talking about. You remember his name? Dicky. Lil Dicky. Lil Dicky. Lil Dicky. I remember Dicky because of Glenn Dicky. Right. We're going to forget that. I yeah. think he was Lil, though. <laughs> but by Lil virtue Dicky. of him calling himself Lil Dicky, I imagine him about 6'4". I told you that. I don't know. Like guys that are called tiny, they're usually 6'8", 347 pounds. Svelte. <laughs> um, $2,000 tip. I don't think I would uh, think of doing that. That's not exactly what would come to mind for me. I... I but I mean, the two thousand dollars is probably twenty bucks for him. Is it? Yeah, I would think. No. Yeah, that, I mean, that guy has that guy has yeah. a good amount of money, bro. He like, has, bro, have you seen his chains? He's pretty well set. Man, bro, this guy goes. This guy is so popular. All right, so people like to talk, and he has a lot of things in his past and stuff like that. First of all, if you're gonna come at me because of the stuff that he's done in his past or him being a snitch, the same thing way with basketball. I don't care about any of that. I enjoy his music, so if I enjoy his music, I'm going to continue to listen to his music, and that's the bottom line about that. That's exactly how I imagine him. That's Lil Dicky, all right? Do you have a height on him? You know you can Google, it'll tell you his height. Uh, I have a Wikipedia here. I'll Wikipedia. I bet you he's 6'4". 6'3", 6'4", like you. I have to look this up. You're making me stop what I'm saying. Oh, I don't know, but I'm telling you, that guy's like 6'3", 6'4". I imagined it. 
I don't even remember what I was saying. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's that's all. Uh, wow. He and he embraces that, huh? He likes that. Um. Yeah. That's He's what. Good he, with being that guy. But he was always about that wow factor. Well, who are you talking about now? Lil Dicky or Takashi? Lil Dicky. Lil Dicky embraces that. Like that whole entire track, the one that I played a couple segments ago to start off, is called "Save That Money." And I told you the music video. He didn't have any money. He walked around. People let video in his house, in their house. People let him borrow cars. He went to one of the, I think it was T Pain's music video or something like that. And and uh, T Pain allowed him to shoot his music video, which with his extras and his props and stuff like that. Um, so like, and he plays it off. He always says, "You have to listen to the lyrics of the song." He has a show called Dave. It's really good. It's funny. It's about him wanting to be a rapper, but he's not cool enough, you know, because he's, like, dorky. And okay. It's, it's cool. It's cool. I guess I'm going to have to get give this guy a little more. I don't hear my students saying that they like him or know him or I would have expected, you know, at the very least, Idania to say something. He has a very – Idania knows who he is. He has a very cool song called Earth, I believe it's called. Um and uh, the music video is even cooler and he gets a whole lot a whole bunch of cameos from like Ariana Grande and Chris Rock and uh, Justin Bieber and a whole bunch of celebrities are on this and it's all about saving the earth. We got a couple of a few national days today, Frank. Oh, here we go. Well, this he's five eleven, cool. by the way. This one's kind of cool. Today is Special Education Day. Lil Dicky is five eleven, by the way. So he's not even six feet tall. All right, I was off. Special Education Day commemorates the anniversary of the nation's first federal special education law, the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act. IDEA was signed into law on December 2nd, 1972. Nearly 40 years ago. Frank, today is Fritters Day. Do you know what a fritter is, Hannah? A food? Conch fritters are my favorite. It's a portion Same. of dough, meat, seafood, fruit, vegetables, or other ingredients which have been battered or breaded and fried. Fritters are prepared in both sweet and savory varieties. It's a celebration of comfort food and simple cooking. Fritters Delicious. Oh, now I'm hungry. Rock. Conch fritters are the greatest. Don't like that little conch. dipping sauce. I Ooh, don't yeah. like conch, but if it has the right dipping, I can have a conch. Yeah, the dipping is But right. I don't like conch. No me gusta conch. Crab fritters also but are good. But fritters in general, you can do fritters with anything. Anything. Oh, my God. If done correctly, to freaking die for. I don't eat fritters enough. I don't know how to make them. I don't have any deep frying things in my house. I don't. Angel says, sounds unhealthy. I go extremely. Yeah, my berry. That's bit. why it tastes good. So is McDonald's. We Thank you, Hannah. That. Anything that tastes good is unhealthy. There's well, nothing. It's not necessary. Yes, it is. Absolutely true. 100% fact. No. Really? That's a no, 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 no. Strawberries are fantastic. You don't like strawberries? Healthy. Yeah, fair enough. You like apples? Yeah. Eh. Strawberries are good. I mean, fruits, I think fruits are out of the oh, equation. Oh, like, now fruits don't count. No, but like, because those are from, from Earth. So like, that's different. Earth. But, like, if you have to, like, make food, like, come on, man. Like, you're going to bake a chicken or you want to have, like, a piece of fried chicken. I would prefer to bake a chicken. Not me. Not me. chicken. Not me. Fry a chicken. Not me. Not me. Let me get my hands dirty with some fried chicken. My dog. Talking talking about about. dogs, is Cooper a mutt or is Cooper a purebred? The mutt. So you got to celebrate Cooper today because today is Mutt Day. All right. Encourages us to embrace, save, and celebrate mixed breed dogs twice a year on the 31st of July. And December 2nd. I have no idea why. Cooper is half, la- uh, sorry, half Corgi, uh, half Chow. I thought you were going to say he was half Latino. And I was like, well, what, uh, what's the other half? Well, I mean, to be fair, his nickname is the Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> Very good fandango. Very you haven't seen the picture of him dressed up as a Mexican? Yes, I have. Okay, so that nickname stuck with him for life. <laughs> Played the part so well. He did. He did. Um... 
you guys, we talked about Drake. This is not what I expected to talk about. Here it comes. I'm waiting for this one. Bro, really? Are we for real here? Is this serious, what I'm reading here? So apparently, yes. Drake has a new, get a load of this, candle line. If anyone wants to get me a Christmas gift, there you go. Hannah Bye. wants this, bro. She Please. put this out on her story, and she's like, guys, this is what I want for Christmas. Who's going to step up? Who's doing Drake it? Candles. Who's doing it? So if I get you a Drake candle, is that going to make you happy? Of course. It's going to make me poor from what I said because it'll include a candle that smells like him. How much for is it? For just $80. $80? I don't think it's Dude, that bad. We, we wait for Publish to do the bogos on these candles that cost 11 bucks, and you buy one, get one free. $80 for one candle that smells like his sweaty ass? There you go, but it smells like him. You know what You know what Drake candle I would buy? You know, how you, this is an only in date thing, by the way. Like, you know, like you go to Publix or Sedano's and there's an aisle that has a whole bunch of, like, candles? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's one oh, here the- There's one here with Drake on it. I don't mind what it might get now. Well, no, it's one. great. It's a great promotion. You can have a Drake pop-up, right, by the candles. Come smell me. And the pop-up could be with him. Like this, with his arm up, so you can smell his sequel down there. <laughs> right? I would name it Ode to Drake, right? <laughs> Get the plan word, Ode? <laughs> it, no, it wouldn't be like Ode, Ode to Ovi. Doesn't he go by like Ovi or Ovi? Ovio, Ovio. Is that what he goes Ode by? Ode to Ovio. Yeah. Is that his brand? Yeah, it is his brand. Yeah, so there you go, Ode, Ode to Ovio. Ode to Ovio, there you go. I'll have an almond for that. Shout out to Coconut Almonds. <laughs> I found my Coconut Almonds. Now we got to get Who you on that Almond Milk. Mm, yes. Now we got to get you on the almond milk. Yes, sir. I will try almond milk, by the way. Come on, man. The last time you told me that I brought some and you didn't drink it. How about it? I'm going to have to force you to drink it on the air. That's what's going on. And I have to pick a Hannah day to do it. Well, I would highly recommend if you're going to try to do it, you do it on the day Hannah's here. Because if Hannah's not here, I'm going to say no. I know you are. That's why I said that. The female influence could help. There you go. So I'm, I'm glad I have that influence. Coconut here. almonds right now. That and if I direct Hannah to get over you and grab you by the by the neck and oh hey you're gonna drink this uh, you're not gonna do anything open to her. To it. I'll, I'll drink it. I'll drink it. You gotta understand I've I've been kind of skeeved by milk in general. So just the creamy nature of milk makes me go. But do they have coconut almond milk? Like that would be good. I th- believe that they do. I almost made that shot. Um. I can do it. Almond milk is a good... I, I'm, I miss having cereal. I will be honest with you. So while I wouldn't incorporate cereal on a daily basis, God, I'd love to once a week be able to pour myself a bowl of cereal. Late at night with cold, cold, cold milk. Yeah. I wouldn't do Maybe it late some at night. I would do it in the morning too. where I could burn the stuff off. But eh, yeah, I, uh, I miss that. I miss that. So... The drink candle has me intrigued, guys. Does it really? Yeah, it does because it's like it's it four smells of them, like him. It's four of them. So three of them have other odes, odors. Yes, it's. it's I'm looking at it right now. And, and the one that says, "Is it Sikot? <laughs> like, what is it? Like, what do we name the ode to Drake? Like, I don't get this. So one of them is called Carby Musk. Mm-hmm. The second one is called Sweeter Tings. The third, Williamsburg Sleepover. And then the last one is called Nice for What? This is Jarvis Landry, and you're listening to Slam Radio. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Oh, we're back here on Good Morning Amigo, Sirius XM. 
145. I'm excited about our anniversary. I'm also excited, Frank. I just got word. We have special programming next Thursday at 3 o'clock, Frank. Uh, is that so? Yes, sir. I'm very proud of our general manager. Oh, we got a date. Oh, we have a date. Our students generally do good work in our, in our space. They'll jump on the air. They, they have their little additions of things to do. But then we have our leadership team, and our leaders are always fantastic. Alicia is phenomenal. Alicia's not here today. Alicia's usually phenomenal in providing show sheets as well as, um, as other key information for us for the show as well as for, um, for the station. It's very important what we see from her. But what Idania does for us, like she's always done for us, is she's a young lady that has all the tools necessary to work in radio. And you know what's funny, Frank, is I don't even take umbrage to the fact that it's not really her first choice. She's an old soul. She's a wonderful young lady. We did this whole Apple Music thing, and I think she had to do it through Spotify, but if you even knew the song that was her number one song, you'd flip. It just gives you a, a peek into who she is, right? Uh, I'll give you a hint. When I was five years old, the song was old as hell. Oh, wow. So, you know what I mean? That's saying a lot. Even though I don't call myself old anymore, that's still saying a lot. So, so the artist was Caveman? I already said to you, we're, not, we're veering away. No, you're veering away. I'm veering away. You're going to continue going down that road. I see that. Yes. Just because I'm bald doesn't mean I'm old. I'm feeling on top of the world. <laughs> Leave it to your little brother. Always do the same thing. Um... Idania has gone and come up with a show. It's like a one-time show idea. But what makes it fantastic is it gives us a synergy and it gives us, I don't want to call it a partnership, but I definitely want to call it uh, a collaboration with Zoo Miami here in Miami, Florida. She volunteers a great deal of her time with them. And she has close contact to the great Ron McGill. And McGill is a staple in our community. He's a, a personality nationally. Mm -hmm. And in the world of what is zoology, is the GOAT literally worldwide. He's one of the best in the world. Yeah, buddy. With an amazing sense of humor. Hispanic to the fullest. I believe he's Cuban. I believe he is. Or part Cuban or his wife is Cuban. Well, he's something part like that. He speaks perfect Spanish, and I believe he's Hispanic. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't remember if it's him or his wife or something like well, that. Well, if he's yeah. not and he just, because he's married Hispanic, he sure plays it off good because his Spanish is perfect. But this guy really is a staple in our community. Everybody looks up to him. You've heard him for years on the Dan Levitard show. And we're just so happy and giddy that he's going to be on our airwaves. We're going to do a game show. Uh, we'll be giving out the details as we get closer to the date. Um, but we just got word the, the lock date is next Thursday, December 10th, 3 p.m. Special programming here on Slam Radio. And I'm very proud of uh, our general manager doing general manager work. That is fantastic stuff. Thank you for bringing that to the table, Yanni. And more importantly, Ron McGill. Like, my goodness, what a get that is. It's going to be great to hear him on our airwaves. And it's really on the heels of our anniversary, Frank, exactly of the vision you and I had for this station as they were building this place. And I was having gallbladder attacks and fake heart attacks. And, and 
Well, we were a little stressed. So Ramagil's uh, dad is from my dad's neck of the woods, uh, Santiago, Cuba. Aye, and, Santiago. Um, Ron's first language was actually Spanish. I told you he was Cuban. Ron McGill's a G. Ron McGill is 305, baby. He is. So, like, we decided a few weeks ago we're going to 305 this show up. I have Yulian yesterday. We had Yulian a couple of weeks ago. Everything we do, our music, our essence is of that. I have surprise before. I have a Christmas gift for us. Is Laz is going to come in one day and host with me an entire day. So we're working out the dynamics. And you know he's a busy dude and not necessarily the biggest fan of waking up early in the morning to come in. He said he would do it. And we'll do a special show. And, and I, I give up my chair for that guy. You know that, right? Yes. Every day of the week and twice on Sunday, this belongs to him on that day. Because he's done a lot more morning shows than I have. And what a privilege and an honor to have him. We'll have the DJ booth. That means I'm sure he's going to jump on and do some music. We're excited about having him on. These are the things that continue to happen around here that are just magnificent. So I applaud our general manager doing general manager work. Congratulations, Daniel. That's a great get. By the way, Frank, this wasn't an adult idea. This was start to finish, A to Z, soup to nuts, all Idania, which is why it makes me even proud. Because let's be honest, right? The old GM, like I would whisper in her, hey, this might be a good idea. Look at me ragging on my own daughter. I'm terrible. If she heard me, she'd be pissed. I don't think so. I think she'd be she proud of the Dania. She was awesome. But this young lady, the reason I bring up my daughter is because we had conversations about how we're going to map this out. And any good game show has a Chuck Woolery. Has an Alex Trebek, may he rest in peace, right? Chuck Woolery didn't really do game shows, though. He did, did the Love 100% Connection. 100% he did. The Love Connection isn't a game show. Chuck Woolery did game shows. What game show? We did the dating game and he did other stuff. We back in two and two. Remember that? Look about. I know, I did, but the dating show isn't a game show. Mm, back in the seventies, it kind of was. It wasn't like press your luck. That wasn't his game only game gig show. either, man. Not like Family Feud or press your luck. Like that's more back and kid. forth. Like the dating game is more relaxed. Like, oh yeah, all right now you guys are next. Hold on, now are we gonna have an argument here over Chuck? The love connection. Oh, what did she whisper something into your ear? That was Chuck Woolery. Yes, it was Chuck. Yes, Woolery. Chuck Woolery was smiling. also a game show host. I want to see his list. Of, I want to see his resume. Man, it, you look him up, it says American Game Show Host. It's the technicality. Really? By the way, he's still alive, 79 years old. Yeah, yeah, he is. Did you realize that Chuck Woolery... Uh, Thank you. Thank you for not killing him, by the way. I have a bad habit of, uh, of killing off these guys for some reason. Did you know that he... Uh, I bet you you didn't know he did Wheel of Fortune. Did he really? He was the original Wheel of Fortune host. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. I take it back then. Uh -huh. I he only did, he did dating the love shows. connection, by the way, was the game we were talking about. Yes. It wasn't the dating game. Oh, okay. Love connection. I was right. You were wrong. Wheel of Fortune. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yes. I told you he was a game show host. That's where you get the two and two. He so, must not have been good because Pat Sajak is the goat on that. Yeah, he's a dope. Well, he's dope at it. But Chuck was good. I mean, Chuck did it for, how many years did Chuck do it for? Chuck did it for a couple of years. He did Wheel of Fortune from 75 to 81, bro. Wow, that show has been around since 1975. Yeah, what year did Vanna come around? 
I think she came around with Pat. Because the 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 reason why I know Wheel of Fortune so well and and like Wheel of Fortune like touches home for me is because I remember living in Chicago when I was little and then like my grandmother, my mom would all circle around the TV and everybody would guess what color Vanna White's dress was going to be that day. And it became like this entire sh- game before the show actually started and we would all watch that show. We tried to get my mom to audition for the show. My mom was really good at Wheel of Fortune. So what happened was he did 75 to 81. He did it. Um, with Susan Stafford. She leaves in October of 82. And Vicky McCarty, Suburb Bartholomew, and Van White. White were picked to kind of be substitute hostesses. And then after a couple of months of trial and error, by the end of the year in 82, they chose uh, Vanna White. Twitter blew up, huh? Regular hostess. She signed till 2022, by the way. So, yeah. They picked her because Twitter say blew Jack, up? I just say Jack picked Vanna. What? You don't hear me. What'd you say? They picked her because Twitter blew up. It was a joke. Oh. Yeah, because it was 80, what? 82. Twitter. Yeah. I think I screwed up your punchline on that one. That didn't yeah, work. Since I had she to didn't laugh either. Since since I had to repeat it, it wasn't very You didn't allow me to because you kept taking, talking over me. Yeah. Thank you for wearing your head, uh, your earpiece. I appreciate I that. I wear my earpiece today. This is me screaming on you on the air. All right, so if you maybe I should have my earpiece Maybe. On. But listen, Angel laughed. I didn't give you a hard time when you screwed up the song. I didn't do anything. I don't uh, know what you're talking about. When you messed up Nice For What, I didn't tell you anything. Nobody. Uh, nice For What? want to play dirty. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I have no clue what you're talking you about. You have no idea what I'm saying. I'm absolutely clueless. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, know. I just got here. Angel was the one running the board. Yeah, I know. Clueless. I, I, I'm a... And you think it's funny, too, don't you? That's fine. I'm laughing at Angel's reaction, man. Like, he's like, ah, funny. Thank you. Bus. <laughs> me. Boom. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to need to get a little tougher with you guys. You know that mean look that you say that I have that scares people off? I, I've, I've, I just, I, I'm too nice. You're, you're in too good of a mood today. That face, you're not going to be able to do it. I'm always in a good mood. <laughs> Hold on a second. Don't get jealous here. I mean, I don't give Hannah evil eye. Hannah doesn't. Because I don't do anything to, to get earn evil, evil eye. eye. <laughs> but you two back there, I want to start giving you the eye of the tiger. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Oh, this song reminds me of being a kid. That, that's a. Eye of the Tiger was Rocky 2, I believe. No? Could have been Rocky Three because that song's eighty-two. He's saying one. Angel's saying one. No, 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 no. One is in seventy-six. Rocky Two is somewhere in the late seventies. So that's a Rocky Three song because it's eighty-two. That's the one with Mr. T. It's the Eye of the Tiger. It's the whatever he says. Good song. Eighty-two. Eighty-two. That's sla- that's slam. That's Rocky Three. Funny where my mind went there. Rocky Three. Rocky Three. See that? So to finish my thought process, this game show we're going to have, Frank, needs a Chuck Woolery. Okay. I can say that now since I proved my point to Frank. I apologize for derailing you. So when talking to Daniel, I'm like, okay, Daniel, so you're going to be Chuck Woolery. She says, no. Here's how this is going to work. She already has it mapped out. Mm, okay. So apparently McGill and a person of his choosing will battle against Idania and I guess another volunteer, is that correct? Idania, is that correct? Repeat that last part. Um, Are you going to be, I think it's McGill and a person of his choosing versus Idania and a volunteer of her choosing. 
Is that correct? Yep. And this has yep. to do with the world of zoology, which this will be informational as well. I mean, it's going to be fun in a game show manner, but we're going to get the wisdom, the knowledge, and the insight of a guy like Ron McGill on the mic, which is going to be fantastic. But you need a moderator. So I'm saying, but, but Idania, you're the only tie we have with Zoo Miami. You have to be, she goes, no, I'm, I'm on a team. She goes, I'm going to call Amanda. I want Amanda to be the host of that. What do you think? And I'm like, well, obviously, I, I think Amanda's very capable of doing that. I'm just floored that you would think of her. Because she's perfect for this. So why do I bring it up before we go to break, Frank? Because that, too, warms my heart. You know that a big part of what I wanted to build was alumni-student relationships. Yeah, buddy. And we don't have a thick enough base of alumni that comes back. And now you have COVID. They don't, none of them come back. If we didn't have COVID, we'd have Stephanie here all the time. We'd have... There'd be a half a dozen of them that we couldn't keep out of here. Yeah, buddy. So it's cool that the new GM goes to the old GM and says, hey, come on, let, let, let's go for another ride. Let's do this. So it warmed my heart. And I don't think she did it for brownie points. She really firmly believes because you got to think. She's thought this through. She mapped this out A to Z. And her best thing is like, no, that's, that's the host I want. Because I'm thinking, okay, I'll host it if she don't want me. She wants Amanda. I'm like, good. <laughs> Talk too much already, please. Oh. Frank, would that make you Vanna White? No? I'm not putting on a dress. Well, but you're going to be running the board, right? So I guess you're assisting. No, I think she has plans for another student to run the board. Right, Idania? No, she's no. like, no, I want the bald guy. All you, brother. <laughs> oh, looks like you're the bald Vanna White. No, man. I want the bald guy. You're the bald Vanna White. All right. Hey, you know what? That might be a compliment, so I'll take it. So, but, you know, those game shows all have this executive producer that's famous for years. Is it Lorne Michaels? Who is it? The, like, I don't know who it is. Lorne Michaels no, Lorne is Michaels the guy the that writer. No, no, Who's he, the one that does all the. Lorne Michaels is the guy from Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. I don't know. There's one guy that does, like, all 900 game shows. Drew Carey is doing some game show now. Merv, I mean, Merv Griffin production does a lot of them. Like, Steve whatever. Harvey is uh, doing Family Feud. I mean, I don't know if he's doing most. So that's who I am. Steve Harvey? Oh, I'm the big boss. You wish you was. I like being the big boss. I'm, I'm going to go get my mug that says I'm the boss. Or best, world's best boss. World's best boss. Thank you, Idania, for going the extra mile to bring this to our studio, to our station. We're excited about it. Um, you know he's welcome to come in, but it may be on Zoom because he's got a very busy schedule. Either way, we think it's a cool thing to do. Uh, and we're excited about having it work. We got to go over what the rules of the game are so we can practice a little bit before we do it. And um, and away we go. But congratulations to you, and thank you for that get. That's a good one. That's a good one. Frank, when we come back from break, got some stuff, bro. And I'm not talking about Drake's candles anymore either. Could you say that you had any good 2020 memories? Uh, what? I don't want to know them. It's a yes or no question. Oh, yes. So despite how bad this year has been, there's silver linings in some of the things that happened this year. Would that be accurate with our student broadcasters? Yes. Start thinking about the next few minutes what those moments were, because we're going to talk about them on the other side right here on Good Morning Amigos, Sirius XM 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. For every sport of every kind, tune in here where you will find. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio.
Oh, I love the song. That's your boy, huh? Yeah, Joy. Uh, Yikes. Joyner Lucas. Sorry about that. I that loud in here. Man, you made that uh, available to me last week. I had never heard of a Joyner Lucas. It's a bad song. Slam Radio Series 6 at 1, 4, 5. Do you know what Ryan Clark said about Tom Brady? I did not hear. He said Tom Brady has practiced Tom Brady with a clean pocket. When he's under pressure, he's Sam Darnold's uncle. I think he's used to having that protection because he always had that protection in New England. Well, remember, the Dolphins would beat him by rushing him like, up the middle. Right. But Dolphins always found a way to have a strong DT. and Because the Dolphins had built themselves to beat New England. Or Mm -hmm. beat that New England team. They just couldn't beat anybody else. They couldn't beat anybody else. (laughs) And that's the thing, though. New England was able to beat everybody else, but they were never able to beat the Dolphins. Oh, dear. So it goes both ways. Yep, yep, yep. Pretty crazy, huh? Why does this on, man? Because I unmuted it. So that's showing that I made a mistake by going late. Uh, okay. You made a mistake too. You didn't unmute. I didn't unmute. I always make the same stupid mistake. When it comes out, I don't want to hear that. Um, what memorable thing? I know what you and I are going to say, Frank. 2020 positive memories. I got a few, man. I, I, I don't necessarily, I feel uncomfortable talking about this, um, t- t- having this conversation because I'm kind of one of the few that have had a good 2020. And I know many haven't had a good 2020, so it's kind of tough and I don't necessarily want to make anybody feel bad. Well, I don't like making people feel bad, but, you know, I also like to hear what they got to say. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. I know for me, it's the obvious. What we went through the week before the Super Bowl, leading up to the Super Bowl for me, was the week of the year for me. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of our senior students. Right. If I went beyond that, I couldn't find anything other than I didn't lose my job, I didn't get COVID, and I feel great. Knock on wood. That's it. Got my job, got my health. Trekking forward. I have a I have a one A and a one B, but it is still one and two, but I well, have to how? kind of consider it one A and one. Other than the first year of Addison's life being this year and you're getting to enjoy her morph and her changes, that's a very positive thing that I wouldn't dispute for you. But other than that and what we went through that week, I gotta hear this. What what else, Pablo? Well the 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 Radio Rose number is 1A, and it's number one, because that's been a lifelong goal that I've had ever since I stepped into the business of radio, and I've wanted to be on radio. That's just, that's that's what it's always been about, getting to Radio Row. So the fact that we we're able to experience Radio Row, and not only do you experience Radio Row, but experience Radio Row on one of the biggest stages at Radio Row was pretty freaking unreal. Um, <laughs> the other one is, I, I had said it to you earlier in the show, that you had mentioned that I was a fan of the show, I was a fan of yours, um, and I went with you, I went um, hashtag from fan to producer. And now I can actually kind of say that about Pitbull as well. Oh, yeah, you do have that. That's an amazing little th- opportunity you've had. And when they come in here and they record their podcast, you know, you can check out at Pitbull. You see what the great work he's doing, the guests that he's had in here. And, uh, and you've put some hard work into it. It's, it's one of those where you, you know, you are the producer of that thing, and it's fun to see you at work. I get to stand back with no responsibility and watch you do this and watch it in our space where we've dreamt for years. Mm-hmm. 
you know, wow, how great will it be to have these kind of people in this space doing this kind of thing? Um, so I'm super proud of you because of that. Thank you. Yeah, I forgot that 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 could be a one B, and and one A, you know, is part of what makes one B possible. So that's right. you know, I'm always thankful for this. But beyond that week, there's nothing. Not even that heat run. Nothing. Nothing. So I'm looking forward to 2021. Hmm. So Hannah just joined the Hannah, what? Anything happened in 2021 that was uh, 2020 that was worth a damn? I met For you. I met the both of you. Oh, look at you! <laughs> Give me the whistle. Ah. Give me the whistle. Ah, the That's it. She won the show. Niña más linda. She had to say another word. She won. <laughs> wow. No wonder your mama and papa love you so much. You got away with words. Wow. That she disarmed me there. I was gonna make fun of her. I can't do anything now. Really? Yeah, I was going to poke fun of you. Wow. Because I was going to say, like, you know, I was hoping that the highlight wasn't that party Wednesday that didn't oh, that, really materialize. Oh, that never happened. Yeah. That literally, actually, literally didn't happen. Oh, but I thought you went for a little while, no? Ten minutes. Oh, my God. I, know, I don't know why I imagined there was a my, few hours, and now I said, hey, everybody got to go. Like, I, Huge disappointment. Yeah, because I had texted her on Thanksgiving, wishing her happy Thanksgiving or whatever. And then I had told her because she had boomerangs and stuff like that, her waiting in line and getting dressed. So we knew what party Hannah looked like, but we didn't see Hannah at the party. No. And when I asked her, I was like, yo, how did it go? And she goes, it didn't. It got shut down. Blah, blah, blah. I didn't even see who I wanted to see. Yeah, I remember oh, she was oh, super oh, excited. Oh, oh. She to see <laughs> So, oh, well. Very, uh, very interesting. Very 2020 of it. Pretty much. Yeah, this year hasn't shown me a darn thing. Bro, you got to go to a Super Bowl, man. So, Come on, dude. Really? You got to do Radio Row with your students. Radio Row was amazing. You know that the Super Bowl is like fourth. I've told you this before. Like, people look at me and you got to be kidding me. Look where we're at here, considering where we but, were. But, but, but in things that made me happy, believe it or not, it was fourth. Corona fifth. It was fifth. Look, my trip to Sirius. COVID had no match for us. Was amazing. Going to do Radio Row both days, amazing. Being on Good Morning America, amazing. Come on, man. Being on Karen Hunter's show, amazing. Being on Dave Webb's show, amazing. Nowhere in there that I say going to the Super Bowl. This is a party pooper. It's not that. It's a football game. No, because you saw the truth. Because you saw the truth behind the Super Bowl. That's the reason why you're saying well, that. Well, no. You saw that it's a corporate event. It's not a corporate event. I saw more fans than I did anything else. It's not a corporate event. I couldn't disagree more. Just because there's people dressed like like fans, it doesn't necessarily mean it's not a corporate event. Right? Where do you think most of those I saw people weeping when the Chiefs won. Right. In tears. There's some, not all. No. Yeah. Bro, don't make me call CV. I've been there before. Don't make me call CV. Now, I will say, when you went to the Super Bowl as a kid, I think it was more of a corporate event back then. Maybe. I mean, I did see Niner fans, and I did see Charger fans and stuff like that, but I don't... That place was full of fans, Frank. They were full of fans. But they're disguised, because even Carrie from Eliminate Your Limits went, and she's not necessarily a football fan, but she wore a jersey of, I think, the Niners. So they're they're in disguise. It's corporate in disguise. Of course, everybody's wearing jerseys and there's fans and people these, make noise. Everyone loves football. And in the Super Bowl, even at home, you pick one team or the other. Hannah, every time there's a Super Bowl, I'm sure you root for one team or the other. I 
Because it goes the same thing. If you're going to the game, of course you're going to root for one team or the other. Exactly. And I don't have a choice. I'm sorry, bro. They they were fan. Don't make me call these kids that went with me. They'll tell you the same thing. They sat in the same section as you, so that doesn't count. You guys were sitting upstairs. That's where the fan tickets are sold. So it's fair why you guys saw people weeping and stuff like that. But downstairs, those aren't fans. Those are it's all corporate. Those are all, all businesses and stuff like that giving the tickets away. How'd you get your tickets? Rob Gronkowski. Ah, uh, okay. But how'd he get the tickets? He probably bought them through Shake Thing. All right. That's so probably what happened. The Shake, well, his company bought it. It's corporate. It's a corporate thing. All the, all the companies Frank, buy it. Frank, you can buy me lunch and it's a company thing. You have your own company. You can expense it, right? Like, it's all relative how you position it. But you use it as, you can use it to your advantage. I'm sure Good Morning America didn't buy the tickets. I'm sure they said, listen, you guys provide the tickets. We'll put you on Good Morning America product placement with your shaker. And you give these kids and this old bald guy. Well, I mean, ABC did also air the game. So there were the, there were the channel. Had a vested interest in it. Of course. So they're kind of giving tickets to their network. So, so then they were kind of. So maybe it was ABC that, that gave That's hyping up the game. They had to give the tickets to Good Morning America because they know that a certain audience listens to Good Morning America or watches Good Morning America. And they want them to be interested in the Super Bowl. Here's this, good, here's this feel-good story. Here's Super Bowl tickets. They're going to the Super Bowl. Hey, we should watch the game. So it's a little more corporate than a Dolphins-Jets game in October. I got you. But there were fans, bro. I'm not... I know there's fans. I walked the stadium. There were I know fans. fans. There weren't people, like, wearing loafers and sipping on cocktails. But out of the 80,000 seats Dude. that are now 74,000 seats that are at... What is it now? Hard Rock Stadium? Joe Robbie, at Joe Robbie Stadium, okay... They only give, they sell what, like 25,000 to each team or something like that? Or even 15,000 to each team? They don't sell many I understand tickets. that in the suites there's a corporate element, but I'm trying to explain to you that a heat game in March is more foofy than the Super Bowl was. You have it all wrong, man. It was not as foofy as you think. I'm telling you. You know, I've been you to go sit in doers, and sometimes you pay as much as some of the people pay for those damn Super Bowl tickets we were at. Like, I'm just telling it wasn't as foofy as you think. Of course it's corporate. If you have 75,000 seats and you sell 20 or 25,000 each team, there's 25,000 people that are probably like Gary or a corporate engagement. But there's, a, there's a ton of Super Bowl giveaways that go on. Like, I didn't buy tickets to the Super Bowl. But, I won my tickets I to don't the Super think Bowl. There are but it was at a dealer, so then they did a giveaway. They did some sort of a gimmick to get people to go to the dealer in order for them to give a prize, and which was Super Bowl tickets. It happens all over the country. But nobody who's just, hey, I'm a random fan of the Chiefs. I'm going to go get a suite for the Super Bowl. That doesn't happen. The suites are all corporate. Right. Like, that I get. But, dude, I but saw the fans cheering, dude. I saw the colors. They kind of had the similar colors. But you knew who the Chief fans were, and you knew that like, it, was, it was a lot more... It, it, man, you know that it almost made me feel college football game. I won't even lie to you. It, it, there was, here's what's weird. You go to a game, and I know we got to go to break, the Hard Rock, you have 70,000 Dolphin fans. Or you have 60,000 Dolphin fans, and then in a section upstairs, you have a few guys that are ruined for the thing. This was an even split. So you had fans from both teams cheering. The crowd wasn't swaying one way or another. There was just elements of the crowd rooting for one team, elements of the crowd rooting for the other team. Yeah, it makes sense because each team has the same amount of tickets to sell to their fans. It was the one part of the entire experience that was phenomenal. You know that I said, ah, I did it. I'm glad I did it. I would never because it's true neutral site. It is really true neutral site. 
That is, it's true neutral site, but that doesn't take away from it being that people, even though they get those tickets, they wear, they go towards one team or the other. That's the reason why you still have that fan split. And you won't know who the people that were given the tickets for free are that are not really fans of that team because they're wearing one color or the other. They're just all, they're in disguise. They're all blended in. You won't find them. That's why you think it's a fan event. It looks like a fan event, but it's not. It's all corporate. That's why whenever it's like, oh, man, I wish I can ever go to a Super Bowl. If you get lucky, you end up going. I got lucky. I went. The one year the Bears went to go make it to the Super Bowl, I was going to buy tickets. I was going to spend $550 on one ticket, and then I couldn't find anybody to go with me. Hindsight's 2020. I'm glad I didn't go. It rained the entire damn game, and the Bears lost by like 30. But I was going to buy the tickets until I saw how expensive they were. But you would have seen that Devin Hester return, boy. Oh, man, and I would have been, been screaming it. <laughs> I told you! you! You're a little witch, bro. You, you, you have ways of seeing things. You're a little scary to me. <laughs> Hannah agrees with me. <laughs> Because I'm a witch, too. <laughs> well, so a, I, I feel that connection. I'm a witch, three. Like, Frank calls me FBI witch. <laughs> it's almost scary. It's all good. Another couple hours in this, huh? Yeah. You know, I, I wasn't going to play music today. Still not. I'm saving it for tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be a party. You mean you play music? Yeah, me play music. Not me play music. No, you play, me music. play music. Okay. I'm not going to play music. Like go over there and go. <laughs> not today. I'll do that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Big party. Mm-hmm. You know what tomorrow is? Mm-hmm. Two year anniversary of Slam Radio. The party. So proud. So proud. So proud. All right. On the other side, we'll get back to more stuff. Stuff we didn't get to yesterday, Frank. I don't know if you're aware. Not sure you you got the memo on this, but if you didn't. I'm going to give you a little tease right now. Um, did you know? I know we're on a diet. I know we were talking about six packs yesterday. <laughs> were you aware that after eight long, tedious years, the McRib is coming back? Oh, no. Oh, I don't Ugh. know about that. Oh, man, it was so bad. Really? Why is that sandwich feast or famine? You, you get either people go ill, gross, or people who die for it. You don't like the McRib. First of all, I don't die or eat or live or die for McDonald's. You know me. I know you. All right. So I don't do that. But but, but you're going to tell me you appetite. do not like... Okay, so that means you never the, tasted it. I, that means you I never abso- tried it. I absolutely have. You so, know me. I don't say ill to something when I don't try it. The McGriddle's another one that I don't necessarily find to be appeasing to me. I had to t- train that myself. That is a crime. I had to train myself Every to say that really doesn't exist. I'm not no. a fan of that. That is a crime. Because if I even think about it, I'll drive to McDonald's and I'll get a McGriddle and no, I can't I'm afford it. Right every, time, every time you do that, I cringe. The one thing that I always go to get a McDonald's, depending, doesn't matter what time it is, is that chicken McBiscuit sandwich or whatever it is. Yeah, that's worse for you. Those biscuits. I don't know. I've never had that. If it's worse that. for you or not, it's, it's good. <laughs> it's good. Have an almond. Yep. Have some almond milk. The McDonald's McRib making a comeback. Hey, you know what? I'll have the McRib before I have the McPlant. Fair enough. Same. So you know we're going to have the McRib in studio, right? No, man, no. You just said you'd have it before the McPlant. <laughs> All right, fine. You shouldn't have said that. Although it was a risky road you went down because I could have just made you have the McPlant and waited. But That's no. why it's, I solidified it and made sure that you know that I'm not having the McPlant. So you want me to try a sandwich or have a sandwich? I'll have the McRib. Are you going to try the McRib with us, Hannah? If we all do it, let's do it. So I'm going to break the diet that one day. So bad. So you can have a bite of a McRib. It's so nasty. 
I don't even want to see the picture. Hold on. You so you've tasted it and you did not like the way it tasted. Hannah, you've never had it. No, I've never had it. But I remember the first time having it, I looked at it and I was like, yo, this is gonna be so gross. And I had it and I'm like, I'm good. You know what? I'm gonna change my mind on this. I'm sorry, McDonald's. After further review, we went to the review booth. No. <laughs> There's a reason it hasn't been back in a Thank years. you, amigo. Yeah. Wow. Uh, you know Thank you. I didn't get a no six pack with eating a McRib. No, not at all. Uh-uh. I mean, we did try blue-green algae around here once upon a time. So <laughs> hey, don't make me laugh. <laughs> That's when I thought he wasn't paying attention to the show. <laughs> you mean like the rest of them? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Stelio Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, putting it down right now with the legendary, the one, the only, it's official, Slam Radio. If you think it's a game, play with it. Dolly. He's out of his freaking mind. He's nuts. Crazy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Wow, I guess we're not the only witches around here, huh? Apparently, uh, back here on Good Morning Amigo, we, we do have some breaking news and a great rejoined song by our producer, Frank Fernandez. As, uh, as Selena sings, I want a boyfriend, I'm here to say ask, and you shall receive. We go to our entertainment desk. She's sitting, she hasn't moved, but we call the entertainment desk anyway. We featured uh, Hannah Garcia telling us a little more about what I'm saying. Apparently... Selena, I want a boyfriend, and looks like maybe she got what she wanted? Breaking news. That is correct. Selena Gomez recently sparked a romance rumors with Miami Heat player Jimmy Butler. Wait, wait, wait. No! Oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. No! Oh, yeah. No! No! Happen. I hope you enjoyed the finals run, bro, because it's all done. So they spotted grabbing dinner a few times, according to the Miami Herald, in some undisclosed locations. <sighs> so they're keeping it on the down low, but not so down low anymore. Frank is screaming for the same reason I'm screaming. Yep, Miami Heat are finished. She's a jinx, bro. Don't say that. She's a jinx. She's a jinx. What? What is Eric Volk could help us. What do they call... There's a Yiddish word for this, or a Hebrew word for this. Like when you're a jinx. Oh, my God, Eric, I know you're listening to me. Somebody text Eric about this. Oh. So do, do you remember she used to date Justin Bieber? Yeah, we all, all know drama, what happened there. All the drama that went on with that, all the ups and downs. and everything. When she finally left Justin in the rearview mirror for good, Justin doesn't even have to write a song to make millions. He gets nominated for Artist of the Year, and all he does is collaborations. Everything he touches turns to gold. So he got rid of the jinx. And you remember once upon a time I said Minka Kelly was a jinx to Jeter. Of all the Correct. girlfriends he had, the lowest lifetime batting average with girlfriend he ever had was with Minka Kelly. Almost cost him his entire career. The moment he broke up with her, he spent a year and a half hitting like over 340 in a year and a half time, like hitting over 340 batting average after he dumped Minka. While he was with Minka, he hit like 240. It was crazy. But Selena's a certifiable jinx because 
She then dated another artist who's been on the tip of our tongue recently. Do you remember her little tryst with The Weeknd? Yeah, I remember. Bro. Wasn't that the moment where The Weeknd's career was at its worst? You could say that. Didn't he have a little something that went wrong and everything? Am I I imagining this or is this, am I recollecting correctly? Recollect a check, my check. It's not for a cancerous girl. It's, It's for a jinx. It's for a jinx. He, uh, he shrugged her off and obviously the weekend, you know, he's done some great work. So now she sinks her teeth into Jimmy Butler? Oh, no. This isn't good, man. This, this is, is not, not good. good. This is not you good. You didn't know that, though, Hannah, did you? No, I, I just found out now. Wow, so they've been spotted. Did they say where they ate? Now I'm curious to know where they ate. No, that information hasn't Oh, been I kept matters. it close to the cuff. Uh, oh, boy. He can't hear you like that, Angie. You need a microphone for that. Um, Hello? Yes? All right. Hi. So it says here, uh, someone overheard a staff at French Bistro Lucien in the East Village scrambling to accommodate Gomez and a crew of basketball players last month. So the East Village is in New York, though. Interesting. I We're think talking about Miami. So, th- so they've been spotted in New York having food, too? Oh, he's catching flights for this girl? No, 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 no! Oh, gosh. Frank, did you just hear what she said? Yeah, I heard her. Catching flights for this girl? <laughs> Where did we find this Thank woman? You. Oh, my God. Oh, no. This is, go- this is uh, lingering back to when the Heat were even on uh, in the finals run. Oh, oh, no. Oh, look at that. Selena ruined it explains for us. Oh, lot, wait a minute. I want a timeline. Selena, Selena ruined it for I us. I want a timeline. Can we figure out we when they started timeline. seeing each other? ASAP. You know that I'm into analytics, and I believe wholeheartedly that women weaken legs. Oh, no. Yeah, women weaken legs. You guys weaken legs. You guys make it tough. We can't run marathons with you guys. It's tough. I plead the fifth. You remember in the Rocky movies? What was his name? His his uh, his trainer, Adrian. Oh, Adrian was his wife. Oh, I don't know. Nikki. Nikki. Uh, Mickey. 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 Oh, Mickey. Mickey. That's right, Mickey. So an identified source close to Gomez told entertain um, told E News that the 28 year old singer and the 31 year old NBA player already seeing each other multiple times. Quote: They hung out a few times while Selena was in New York City. Jimmy asked her to go to dinner, and they had a great time. Very casual, and she's open to seeing where things go, but isn't. But, but but what was the first one? Is there a date? No, it's. They it said that the first time that they hung out was earlier this week, but I guess there's been conversations going for a couple of months. <laughs> All right. So full disclosure, Selena's pretty attractive. Like very pretty girl. Yes. Very pretty girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost too young for me to say she's pretty, but I'm okay with that. I'm comfortable in saying she's a pretty girl. But she has that thing, like, like, like you remember OJ's kid, right? I'm sorry, not OJ's kid, Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Where's my whistle? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading Belt's text, I'm sorry. Dear God. <laughs> I don't even know what you said, to be honest. I know you don't. I mean, wasn't that the deal with OJ's kid? Oh. I, I mean, There's Chloe is what I said. There you go. There you go. See, now you get it. 
She's another one. Sheila Tristan, goodbye. But it's a Kardashian thing with basketball players. Because look at uh, Chris Humphreys. That didn't work out after 74 days of marriage. No, it's also a sports thing with the Kardashians. Remember, Kim Kardashian had things with Miles Austin. And Miles Austin was a badass receiver until, until he got his hands on Kimmy. But then he had another girl that ended up... Like, I don't know, but he that, fizzled away after yeah. you heard about him on the Kardashians. Reggie Bush had a thing or two with Kim K, and then uh, Reggie Bush went... Toodaloo. Toodaloo. This is documented. Like, Sayonara. these women are absolute jinxes. Didn't James Harden play the worst during his career, of his career, the worst basketball of his career he when played he was with when he was with Chloe? Women weaken legs. I'm just saying, man. But the one thing is, she's a little older now, right? Yeah. So I want to be open-minded, Frank. You know, this is the new epiphany of Amigo here. So I want to be open-minded with her. Is that okay with me to be open-minded? I just do have only one question. What? Right? Uh, so, like, if, if the Heat are a family, right, guys? Yes. We're a family. We're all Heat fans. So we're part of that Heat family, mm -hmm. right? So Jimmy Butler is one of our brothers, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So like with any good family, if one of our brothers starts dating a girl, we, get we put him through the ringer, right? We get a little defensive, right? Mm -hmm. So I only have a couple of questions for Selena relative to this new engagement, hanging out, whatever it is they're doing. It's cool, but I don't want her distracting my brother Jimmy Butler. So I, I need to ask Selena, what are your intentions? This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungle by Lowen. Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker everywhere. What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio. Sirius XM. Yeah. For every sport of every kind, tune in here where you will find. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. song this guy oh this is awesome spectacular another selena victim yes he was a selena victim i know you liked how i tossed to that little justin bieber song but great teamwork you and i it was phenomenal i thought it you it said it's too it. easy I just hope, for the sake of, of, of everything, that Jimmy Butler's game doesn't decrease because of this. You know, just saying. Just keep an eye on his numbers. If Sorry? Anything. We'll keep an eye on his numbers. And we'll see. You're going to see that his numbers are going to decline. I keep forgetting to put on my earbuds, Frank. Thank I you. I don't know why I don't hear well. You don't want to hear me. It's fine. No problem. I hear you now. I'll go back to pushing buttons. You can talk to him. No, Hannah. it's okay. Goodbye. <laughs> so we talk so much about music nowadays on the show. I have a thing that I say about music. is like music is like a scent. So, Frank, have you ever smelled something and it reminds you of being somewhere before? Oh, you're talking to me? You want to talk to me now? Bro, don't make me bring up how you screwed up earlier in the show. I'll get mad at you and start pointing it out. I don't care. I told you that was Angel. Good comeback. Music is like a scent. 
Well, okay, uh, explain. Brother, have you ever had a smell that reminds you of being somewhere or something in your life? Or someone, yeah. It happened to me. Oh, man, I can't, I can't remember where it was, but it happened to me last week. And it took me back to somewhere I used to be with my grandmother. Actually, Flagler and 37th Avenue. Remember, they had the Key West place there. And then next to it was like, uh, what kind of video store was it? Oh, I can't remember. It wasn't Blockbuster. It wasn't Blockbuster. It was the other one, mm -hmm. right? Well, the smell that I was in that convenience store took me immediately back to that spot walking in with my grandmother. The, the, the smell of a pig roasting in una cajachina reminds me of the holidays. Yeah, buddy. So I can roast a pig in May. I feel like it's December 24th. So that's what I'm talking about. But music has a similar effect. And there's music, and like you guys make fun of me because I enjoy freestyle, but I enjoy all kinds of music for different reasons because it reminds me of different times. There isn't, I mean, we had this conversation about anthem songs recently, right? There are certain songs that just are synonymous. So I think, Frank, I said once upon a time, and I can conduct this exercise freely in hopes that I don't run into anything bad, but <clears throat> once upon a time, you know, I would uh, take my weekend and go out to the club, right? It would be, well, but yeah, this is exactly what I wanted to do. Right. <clears throat> Each and every Friday or Saturday. Mm-hmm. For some reason, no matter how many years I did this, <clears throat> this is the only thing that I can remember. Reminds me walking into a club. If you asked me for three years straight, every time I walked into a club and either gave my VIP card or paid a cover, this was the song that was playing when I walked in. You and I both know that's not true. Shout out to Montel Jordan on that one, who, by the way, I once partied with at Bermuda Bar. All six foot nine of him, yes. Oh, that is so freaking cool. It's cooler when, I, this has happened to me twice in my life, at a club, on a dance floor, dancing next to an artist whose song is playing. So with him and Tone Loke, wild thing. Oh, okay, got it. He did a concert in Gainesville, and then he came out and started dancing, and he had a girl, and the girl was a friend of the girl I was dancing with, and Tone Logan and I were jamming in his song. I believe so. So, like, to me, that's what happened, but we know that's not the case. However, in my mind, the memory, that song, it's the party starter. Oh, that, what's the song? Oye Morena. So something's trending on Twitter. People are asking, what music kept you alive in high school? It's like a little thing now. I, mean, I didn't know this was going on, but. I'm curious. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't like dating myself, but. I guess, yeah. Can I be honest? Like, uh, to me, it's, it's, it's the two live crew. Like, I, I got to be really honest with you. It, 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 you give me three groups, artists, whatever. I'm going to tell you Two Life Crew. I'm going to tell you Gloria Stefan because Congo was the biggest hit of the 80s. And she was, and Gloria Stefan, Miami Sound Machine Way was down the street from my school. She was from the neighborhood. Um, 
like to me that was it and, and then maybe oh gosh something celia related because celia in the 80s was a big deal around here too go oh oh this is gonna blow your mind oh that song does it i love that stuff so that's a good one but you know more than anything frank there's different ways that music reminds me of different things. Arthur, the, the theme song from the movie Arthur, Arthur, he does, would he mm -hmm. please? Reminds me of New York. Every Which Way But Tuesday. But more often than not, it's a song that reminds me of hitting a club and going to the party. It would be the song for the night. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. This is Jarvis Landry, and you're listening to Slam Radio. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We're back here on Good Morning Amigo. Little sports. They pushed the Pittsburgh game again, didn't they? No. Was that last night? Um, no. Oh, it's today. Tonight. Today, today. They not pushed tonight. it, but they pushed it twice. Not tonight. Right. This afternoon. What do you mean this afternoon? What time? 3.40 kickoff. Hey, if you're not careful, I don't go home. I just stay here. <laughs> you I'll know that home. I like watching football here. Home. I watch sports here. I watch the Lawrence Clitch of players by here. So here. We had we had plans here. The plans got canceled. But we had plans here today, and I was kind of excited for it because I was like, yo, at least I got football. It'll keep me entertained until, you know, the tie to, to, to tie the bridges together. Or I leave it in time and then get home in time to prop my damn feet up and watch some football. I'm making some food tonight. I'm going to watch some football. Hmm. The grill might be in order tonight. But is this interesting, though? Like, the NFL has its opportunity to kind of test the market on different nights of I the week. I can't help but think that part of the motivation is just that. And next week, there's a game on Monday, and there's game or three games, I think, Monday. There's a game on Tuesday, and I think there's also a game on Wednesday. The one that would work, in my opinion, as long as the NFL handled the scheduling of it, where if you're going into a week where you have a game on that day, the week prior, you'd have to have some sort of buy so that you're not playing on... Three days or something, right? Forget Thursdays. I would do it on Wednesday. Wednesday or Tuesday, maybe. I would do it on Wednesday. I would do it on Wednesday. It's such a non-sports And it is a day. it is a dead TV day also. It's a dead TV day. It's a non-sports day. It's We do a show, and when it comes to sports on Wednesdays, we know we're not talking a lot of sports because in the rearview mirror is what, you know, the NFL and the Dolphins did, and then... And then, you know, we're still too far away from the weekend's activities, you know, and I, I enjoy every bit of it. And I would, I would propose a Wednesday game like today would be fabulous each and every week, as long as you can coordinate the buys. I know Hannah looking at me like if I'm weird or whatnot. But a football game tonight, an epic football game, because or this afternoon, it's between Pittsburgh and the Titans. Am I the Ravens. The, the Ravens. Ravens, I'm sorry. The only issue with the game is that the Ravens are depleted. Like, they don't have a lot of stars. Yes. Ingram and Gus Edwards come back tonight from the COVID uh, reserve COVID list. So RG3 they are available. Is starting. RG3 starting, so Steelers, Lamar Jackson right? is out. No, for the for Ravens. Ravens, I'm sorry. The Ravens. Against the Steelers. The Steelers are ready to go. They're ready. They're done. They're ready to Ben's go. Ready to sling the Ravens rock. that just keep on getting all these tests. So, like, we're going to we're gonna, gonna kind of see uh, um, a skeleton crew tonight for the Ravens. Hey, have you kept track of when I've done the 1-0, 2-0, 3-0? Because you know that if these people go undefeated, you could do an entire montage. montage of these. That shouldn't be too hard to find because you always did it on the Monday afterwards, and it's usually within the first hour. So if they do get to 16— we'll give it to a kid. We'll they got to win the Super Bowl, though. 
I want to yeah. jinx them. I have to win the Super Bowl. I want to jinx them. Oh, you want to jinx them? Absolutely. All right. So you're gonna give me about three weeks to do this because once we get to 13, that's when we really have to pour heavy on the jinx. Well, no, we want them to go 16 and 0 and then jinx them in the playoffs. I don't mind if they go 16 and 0. The hell with it. In fact, I want many teams to go 16 and 0 and never win the Super Bowl just to prove how hard it is to do it. You see. So, I, all right, that's good. Dolphins play, like, everything's starting to take, it's December. It's football time. It's playoff time. Games have more magnitude. Hannah, do you watch football at your house on Sundays? I do not. So there's no one that inspires you to watch football? Well, it depends if there's, like, a certain player playing, you know. And oh, so you have favorite girls players? be like, you know, this guy's going to be on TV Sunday. She watches it for the butts. Okay, Odell, there ba- you go. Odell Beckham. How'd you know? Hasn't that been a common denominator every How'd time we know? ask? And the girls who don't like football but watch for the cute guys, that's usually number one. <laughs> that's interesting. Um, but you've got to become a little more well-rounded, young lady. As you are in busqueda of the man of your dreams, that's the part where you're supposed to say, I'm not looking for the man of my dreams. You're supposed to be a tough girl. I'm not. He better be looking for me. There you go. That's what you're supposed to say. However, if you don't know diddly squat about sports... <clears throat> Frank, mm-hmm. we are guys. Mm-hmm. You have a wife that enjoys sports. Yes, or she, she, pre- she does a good job pretending. There you go, but I can pretend. But she plays the but game. She plays the game. I'll sit through it. That's no problem. What a theme, playing the game, huh? Mm-hmm. My wife hates sports. So can't discuss Sunday football activity mm-hmm. over dinner and get any sort of inclusion on her part. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if she was a fan of one team because of a cute guy, I'd have something. I don't even have that. Right. <laughs> so are you envious of me because of that? No, I enjoy the fact that at least my girl plays the game. Yeah, I enjoy um, watching that you have a girl that, that does that because she enjoys it. So my, my advice to a Hannah... Or to a Makaya. Makaya's too young to be worried about boys right now. There you go. I knew I'd make her smile with that one. She laughs immediately. She gave you a hmm. It's my homegirl. Um, straight up, you got to know a little something. So the only sport that I don't know much about is football. But everything else, yeah. Sweetheart, what? I mean, <laughs> all right, so I'm going to make the stupid comment here. What? Pretty girls come a dime a dozen. That could be a tiebreaker between you and another pretty girl. Another pretty girl starts breaking down film. You're but done. I can pretend, though. You can't break down film pretend. No, That's I tough. Can't. You can't. So what do I do? Watch YouTube videos? I don't know, but it's apparent to me. You don't know squat. I don't. What you know about love? This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. All right, we're back. We'll pop smoke. Oh. Anthony's listening in while in class. He must be going nuts. He loves pop smoke. Slam Radio Series XM. One, four, five. You got to know. I'm just saying, you, you got to know a little something. Now, I don't know. Is it a requirement? Like, would you really, like, so, like, is Chris Carroll there? Chris is here. I know Chris is here. How you doing, Chris? How's everything going, man? Sorry, he couldn't hear. I just unmuted it right now. Oh, Chris, you there, man? What's up, Chris? How you doing, brother? How you doing, mister? Everything good, my man? 
Yes, sir. She got to know at least about first base, second base, third base, and home runs, right? Yeah. Like, you're not kicking it with her unless she knows something about sports. I'm not saying Hannah. Her mean girl. <laughs> like, I got to think, are you okay if she doesn't know diddly squat about baseball? I like, like, I like a female that knows about baseball. But, Pablo, like, I got to imagine. She goes to a game, right? Florin's there. Coach, uh, Coach Mendoza's there. The crowd's there. Although we don't have crowds now for baseball games right now, apparently. But, you know, and she's there cheering you on. And you ground out to the pitcher. And she cheers for you because she just thinks your butt's so damn cute. Like, I don't think you want that. I think you'd rather your girlfriend yell at you and go, you swung, you undercut, you lunged. Keep your weight back. You know better than that, Chris. Like, wouldn't you prefer she knows? Yeah, I would prefer that she would know. That would be better. Like, I know Francisco loves basketball, Frank. Yep. Now, Francisco may be too young to have kicked it with his first girlfriend, although what do I know? But I got to think that handsome devil wants his girl to know a little bit about that. She's got to know when it's a double dribble, right? Uh, yeah, I'm I, I like, got to think, Francisco, right? Like a little something, right? Yeah. So, how are you going to survive in this dog-eat-dog -dog world? I can watch YouTube videos. Watch YouTube videos. Hi, Alba. How are you? You had to figure you were going to get thrown into this one really quick. Football for girls. Well, Dude. Alba plays football. The other football, though. Soccer. Soccer, yeah. And she's a sports geek. Are you not, Alba? 100%. I don't think I could be with someone who doesn't. Because how, how do you guys have conversation? I love to talk about sports. That's, like, the number one go-to topic of mine. So how do you, like, what... How would you have a good conversation? Like, what if the guy doesn't, like, watch anything else but, you know, sports? Like, what, what is there to talk about? Vice versa. Like, how, how am I going to talk to him if he doesn't know anything about it? I, I mean, I don't know all the sports, though, because I don't know anything about baseball. You don't know I baseball, so there you go. Chris is off the market for you there. <laughs> hey Chuck Woolery, relax. Well, we got the whole screen here. It's like a dating game thing. Like we could really pull this off a little bit, but I don't want to be known the pimp of slam, so I'm not doing that. Um, I can talk to you about football, basketball. So you know what a first down is? Oh yeah, who doesn't? Me. Apparently Hannah doesn't know what a first down is. So do you know what pass interference is? She doesn't know what pass interference is, does she? My internet is like going in and out, but yes, that's when they take the ball. Like they, it's an incomplete pass. Well, it sort of is, and then they throw a flag because you got in the way of the re of the receiver, and it's illegal yeah. contact or illegal. Uh, it's, uh, it's unnecessary roughness called as a pass interference. You interfered with the pass. An excessive touching. Yeah. So, but she she let us behind the curtain. She knows, but she doesn't know a lot. But she's got the A for effort. She's got the idea, which is all you need, by the way. And it's really cute. I don't know if you know it. It's really cute to sort of know, but not 100% know, because then he gets to teach you. Mm -hmm. And us men have egos. We love. I know a little bit, guys. So then if you play the role like, oh, my God, he's teaching me. I don't know. And like the damsel in distress. No, and I'll be gen like genuinely interested in knowing or getting to know. That's fine. You want to get a guy's attention? And you know he likes baseball? Suggest so a baseball game as a date. I used to play baseball. So you should know I'm baseball shortstop. then. You played softball? No, no. Baseball. My mom put a hat on me. She put my hair. I want the pictures. 
I want the and pictures, I was there Barbie. With my brother. I want the pictures. <laughs> I want them posted on the on social media. She didn't I'll play find them. She didn't play softball. She played baseball. Notice how she cleared that baseball. up for me. Baseball. I used to play baseball too. Yeah, but Jermaine, like, can you tell the difference? <laughs> okay, I'm sure baseball was part of a lot of us guys' childhood. Well, I used to play, but I didn't like it. And then I played basketball, and I fell in love with basketball. Have you seen Hannah? No. Do you think you look anything like Hannah? I'm just curious. Oh. I yeah, mean. she plays softball, exactly. <laughs> whoa, he's like, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Maybe he thought Hannah was a dude. I don't know. No, not until he saw it. When he saw it, he realized he's not a dude. There's no way. Hey, there's another way that you could really like impress a guy. You start talking hip hop with him. Yeah. I'm such a troll. I'm terrible. I'm awful. She's the only one that understands what I just said. Yeah. Shout out hip-hop. to my shout out to my what? Hip hop. You know what hip hop is? Music? Biggie yes. Smalls? Hip hop, rap. What is, there, what is there to talk about? That? Oh boy, <laughs> there's tons to talk about. There's tons to talk about. There's plenty. Like, I can't get my son off his phone talking hip hop with everybody. It's incredible. I mean, we can talk about the theories, but like other than that, like what is there to say? Like yeah, we everybody knows that their music is like fire. So, so but yeah, you're talking about what music's fire and what music sucks. Hannah can't tell us what team is good and what team is bad in football or basketball or. So I'm trying to coach her up a little bit. I like the terminology there. So that she's a little better prepared for when, you know, said Bo comes into her life. And he's going to ask her at some point, hey, so do you like sports? <laughs> I'm just imagining it right now. It will happen. I don't want to be white in the face. What's you know? funny is when it happens, she'll giggle and think of me. Mm-hmm. But then you have to be prepared to answer. You're and right. you got to be honest. You can't say, of course I love sports. And then you don't know squat about what you're talking about. You got to say, I'm always in learning mode about it. But I enjoy learning about sports, which tells them, look, I'm not an expert on it, but I'm all in with you. That's it. Look at me giving relationship advice, bro. Look at that. She doesn't even have a boyfriend. I'm Let me take you. my journal out. Hold on. Pretty funny stuff. <sighs> I'm just saying, right? Like, we, we are up against what we call the holiday season, no? Cuffing season? Holiday season. Holiday season. Oh, sorry. I got confused. I can tell. And the holiday season brings these things out. We had a show recently, Frank, where we talked about when you break up and when you don't break up, right? <laughs> um, I wonder if anybody has gone through the initiation of breaking up so they don't have to buy the Christmas gifts. I wonder if that, like, we did that show and we laughed. I can't believe anyone really does that. You'd be surprised. <sighs> you would be surprised. See, Guilty. I remember. I'm sorry? No, you didn't. Guilty. No, you I've didn't. done it. Really? I've done it once or See, I, I would remember friends girlfriending up. Right? So they'd be seeing a girl like 16 days. We're talking a month and a half, almost two months. And they gave the excuse of getting dressed up for a Christmas dinner and holding hands, buying gifts, even though you just met the bro. Sorry. I went abroad on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so New York of you. So New York. <sighs> Those were the days, memories. How can it be that life was all so simple then, huh, Frank? I know. It was so simple. We come back from break. I'm going to talk to you about a girl. I don't know if she knows sports or not, but I know one thing. I'm going to be able one day to say, this young lady 
She played in the NFL. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. This is Jarvis Landry, and you're listening to Slam Radio. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. All right, we're back. Good morning, amigo. Our, uh, our next guest, so she's a G, not because her last name starts with a G. Our next guest, she appeared yesterday on our station on front page 305 with our boys Walter Villa and Andre Fernandez. Um, and I was taken aback. There was a couple of reasons why I'm taken aback. As a teacher here at SLAM, you guys know that I have an affinity to our students, and I love our students, and I love their achievements. I particularly love when my students are also athletes. I did not know. I discovered yesterday one of my students actually plays wide receiver for a central high school. When a charter school, you can come to the school and still play football at a public school. I don't know if you guys know that. That's something in South Florida. They can't hear, by the way, Frank. Um, so in South Florida, you can come to SLAM or you can go to a charter school but you can play football at your home school. Um, they can't recruit you. It's got to be in the area that the high school represents to you. And one of my students, unbeknownst to me, plays wide receiver for a local high school. And it was really fun to hear that. I've always supported. I mean, I coached basketball for two years here. Um, sports is my thing. Our next guest brings out happiness to me as a girl dad because I believe girls can accomplish anything. Anna, you know that firsthand. You, you always hear me talking about this. But with this young lady, um, she's taken it to a whole other level. She attends Ransom Everglades High School. And she plays soccer for their team, which I think they're a very good soccer team, if I remember correctly. At least the boys' team was excellent. I'm not 100% sure about the girls' team, but I think both programs are phenomenal in that area. I know their basketball team is phenomenal. They, it's an excellent school. It's it's. No offense to my school, I think my school is the greatest school in the world, but really it's probably one of the top schools in South Florida, if not the top school. I, I will, I will, it's a top private school in South Florida along with Columbus High School, in my opinion. This young lady plays for the soccer team, but she also moonlights. And you see, she can kick a football, guys. Now, we saw this week in the young lady from Vanderbilt make NCAA history as she kicked in a game, a Division I game. But I got to tell you, when I heard the story of Lindsey Gould, I said, I got a funny feeling that a few years from now I'm going to hear her name, and it, it might, it, it will be on Saturdays, but I think more than Saturdays, we may even hear it on Sundays. This young lady also kicks for the Ransom Everglades football team, and she's a consistent kicker, and she's hit them as far as 47 yards. She's in high school. Want to introduce to our show a very special guest, Lindsey Gould from Ransom Everglades, and uh, I believe a soon-to-be student at is it Brown University, Lindsey? Yeah, it is Brown. Thank you so much for having me here. Oh my God, your energy is amazing. Oh, listen to you. And I told Frank this yesterday. It, the excitement comes through your voice, and it's 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 exhilarating. Um, you are on a radio show that is being broadcast on SiriusXM, just like you were yesterday. Our morning show, though, involves our students here at SLAM that take radio as a class. So you have a bunch of students who are your age, including a few athletes in my class, that their jaws dropped when they heard who I was having on and why I was having, including I, one of our students, one of our leaders, is actually a soccer player here at, 
not just a slammer. I think she's a soccer player in the circuits. I think she knows who you are, actually. But we are amazed and honored to have you on our show. Thank you for coming on. And I know that you don't have a lot of time because you have your own school to take care of. But the one thing is, was this something you always wanted to do or did you just trip over this by accident? So I've always loved watching football and throwing the football. I never really expected to play football. But uh, last year during the school day, I would just kick around during my free periods. Uh, and I started kicking with a coach in Naples during uh, when quarantine started. His name's Brandon Cornblue, and he's awesome. And so once I got to start practicing with him, uh, I used his advice when I was practicing on my own. And then I eventually got more interested and then started talking to the high school football coach at my school, Coach Karen. So that's how it started. So I, I will commend you not only because you do what you want to do and you do it in the realm of sports, but in order to get accepted to Brown, unless you're kicking 77-yard field goals, and I don't think that Brown cares if you did or didn't, you got to have some pretty good grades. you got to be a G in the classroom, and apparently that's the case with you, and I am the biggest fan of student-athletes like yourself. That drive that took you to be a great soccer player allowed you to stumble upon the fact that a game like football that you enjoyed so much would allow you to perhaps kick. Um, how has been the experience, the in-game experience for you? Tell us a little bit about what it's like being a part of a football team in high school. Uh, yeah, so I remember some of the first games that I went to, the sideline was even super hype. They brought the energy on and off the field. Uh, and so the first time I kicked an extra point, there was definitely that adrenaline rush uh, because it was the first time I had done it in-game. Uh, but being surrounded by all the guys, the O-line, the holder, they were all super supportive, and uh, it was just an unforgettable feeling seeing the ball go through the field goal. I, I got to be honest with you. I got – I'm such a dad, <laughs> Lindsay. Like, my lower lip is coming out. Like, mm, I think it's the cutest thing to think that you've got the opportunity to experience this. But let's leave the cute aside, and let's be honest here. You you have a goal. Like, you want to kick and continue kicking. Mike, right? I know soccer is your first priority, but you'd like to try your hand at this as long as they let you try to do this. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. So, I don't really expect anything at the next level but if an opportunity arises I would love to take it you got you got to walk on and go coach you, you, you got to watch that Netflix series about the girl that plays chess like you got to be that girl and that and, and the Queens I forgot what the name of the show is I started watching it you you've got to be that girl you got to walk queen in a gambit queen yeah you got to walk in with that moxie Lindsay and say hey this is this is my job and go in there and kick it I just think it's wonderful to see if you had to give anyone advice forget anyone because the boys are boys if you had to give a young girl your age advice, not about kicking, not about football, just about chasing something that they want, I'd love to hear your insight on what you would give them as advice in that area. Yeah, so something that Sarah Fuller said that I like is that you can do whatever you set your mind to. And so I think any girl or boy who wants to get into football or any sport or whatever they love, um, you can do it if you set your mind to it. Were you pretty excited to see Sarah go through that experience? I got a little upset some people making dumb comments on, on Instagram. and I, They're idiots. I, I can't stand that stuff. It was a heartwarming moment, and I was so proud of her, and I love that she says, I'll keep doing it. Uh, what went through your mind? Because you obviously that's something that very few people can relate to her, and you were one of the people who could relate to her. And I, I got to think there may be a couple of dozen young ladies around the country that happen to kick for their high school. Like I don't think there's too many. So you are in a unique and a very exclusive group along with her. 
your emotions on Saturday when you saw that become a reality and, and you see her so excited about experiencing that, what went through your mind? Yeah, I was super inspired to see someone like her uh, achieve that at the next level. And I think uh, it's also super inspiring for other kickers like me, uh, younger girls who may want to get into football. Um, so I, I was also disappointed to see that there were those comments. Um, but she actually, the squib kick that she did, the, I heard that the coach actually wanted her to do just that. So It was um, a darn good squib kick. It was a darn good squib kick. That's why I got upset because I know a little more football than the common idiot that comments on an Instagram. And I'm like, that looked like it was on purpose. They were getting shut out. They were trying to make something happen. They're not going to onside it. It was a great, they, they, have to, they started inside the 30. Like, 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 it was good. Like, if you kick off and they return to the 27, you're like, okay, I'm good. Like, that's where it was. So I, I didn't have a problem with the kick. I think people can be idiots. Uh, what we call them, haters. But haters are going to hate. And, uh, and she's just got to keep doing what she's got to do. And I would tell you the same thing. Um, but before I let you go, I want to commend your family. Well, be it your parents, your entire family. Um, I always tell our students that it takes a village to raise a child. And you apparently have been raised in a manner to be so respectful, so engaging. I heard part of your interview yesterday and said, I want her on my show tomorrow. She sounds so refreshing. She sounds so excited to be involved in this. But I want to tip my cap as a parent to your parents and to your family for the upbringing that they've uh, provided you because you are an excellent and a very impressive young lady. You have a, a whole set of fans right now here at Slam rooting for you, your football team moving forward. Um, I hope you can kick 12 field goals in a game the next time you play. But certainly, more importantly, I want to see and hear about academic prowess and success at Brown. And maybe once you're there, you can show them that you're the best kicker at that university as well. I'm so excited for you, but I really tip my cap to your parents for a job well done. Oh, thank you so much. Um, do you have anything you would give a message? Forget now the girls. Now it's anyone your age. Uh, we always talk about you can chase your dreams. It's not a, if it's not a challenge, it's not worth it, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but at the end of the day, many of us have something we do well, no matter what. Some people kick a ball well. Frank pushes buttons well. I talk crap well. At the end of the day, we all do one thing well. What would you tell someone about that one thing well they do and what sh they should do about that thing? How they should go about doing that one thing well and continuing to do that one thing well? Uh, yeah, so a quote that I love that I think really embodies the team that I played on, uh, as you were saying earlier, it definitely does take a village, and I'm so thankful to have the village of my family and my teams and coaches. Um, so the quote is, it's not the team with the best players that win, it's the players with the best team that win. So whatever you are good at, um, that's great, and definitely pursue it, but also make sure that you're a team player and work together with the people around you. Uh, because, like for example, with our football team this year, a lot of the games you would look at the side or you would look at the other team, and they were just out they outsized us. And so the fact that we were able to play together and have that underdog mentality, uh, it kind of it proved the quote. That, uh, so we, I'm glad that we went out undefeated, but I think a lot of it is due to the fact that we were able to play together. I want you on my team. Your applause. I want you on my team. Lindsey Gould, thank you for taking a few minutes to brighten my day and brighten our listeners' day with what is amazing energy that comes from you. Um, you keep striving. You keep shooting for the stars, young lady. Uh, I have a feeling I'll talk to you again on the radio. Like, I just have a feeling like this is not the last time. I think that you are a star in the making, 
And it may not be kicking because you are sharp. I asked some tough questions, young lady, and you came out like a star. Like you're, you're really, you're amazing. And I can't wait to see uh, Walter's article in the coming days or weeks about you. And I think the entire city and maybe the entire country will learn a little more about you because you are, in a year like this, an absolute breath of fresh air. I wish you all the best. Thank you for coming on our show, Lindsay, today. And all the best wishes, and God bless you. And you you are, wow, your parents. I give a shout Thank out to your parents. So, so You're much. amazing. Thank you so Thank much you for so coming much. on our show, Lindsay. And keep kicking, Thank girl. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. You're very welcome. Enjoy your day. Happy holidays. She is, wow. I do get wowed by young adults that do great things. So like Chris Carroll will tell you, so I'm not allowed to say this, but I'm going to say it. Like Chris Carroll, who's my favorite baseball player at Slam? I think it's me, mister. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Charlie Hustle <laughs> himself. Now, I go to watch the team. I don't go watch individual players. But bet your bottom dollar, and Frank can attest to it, that I creep up on the chair a little more. I get a little more excited when Chris is on the mound or Chris is at play. Two guys on that team that were my center you know, it was Chris Velasquez who graduated and this young man. My favorite ball player on that team. So I, I love to see that tenacity. I love to see that energy. Um, she was pretty impressive, guys, was she not? Like, she had- Absolutely. Honestly, thinking about it, it's so easy to become unmotivated because of, like, the whole what people might have to say because she's a female. And the fact that she just uses that as motivation it is so impressive and she just continues to do what, you know, what she wants to do and what she, you know, uh, I don't know how to put it, but it's just like what she, I don't know how to put it. I'll tell you this. She replaces kicking Ed. We hear on Fridays here on the show. She replaces kicking Ed as my favorite kicker of all time. So you think we, there's a possibility of maybe doing like a kickoff? Yes. Between I'm, Ed don't and her? You, they, don't, if you didn't think that I had already thought of this, I just don't want her getting injured. Like she's got a career, so it's weird. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to poke Ed on Friday. Well, it sounds like she has a leg that Ed's not going to be able to deal with her. So I have a feeling well, she's making like 60% and she's still going to be able to Their kick. Their practice longs are the same, so it would be a great competition. I just I would hate for something to happen to her. You know, like, that's yeah. the only thing that I'm like, eh. but I'm going to poke him. I'm going to make it on Friday as if I found a kicker better than you. Oh. Her name is <laughs> Lindsey Gould. Like, I, that's. He's going to think it's a guy. Yes, yes, yes. And the thing is, he deserves this because he came poking at me that first day. And I'm like, all right, you earned your stripes here, but now get ready, Papa. Put on your boxing gloves. Because radio's version of Yuli Monster is coming for your head, son. For your head. I'm telling you, I'm going to poke that bear on Friday. Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to go, yo, Ed, I found someone. I found a kicker better than you. You go, yeah. I go, yeah. Her name is Lindsey Gould. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. All right, on the other side, we'll do more stuff as we round out the final hour of this hump day. Is it hump day? It is hump day. Hump day. We're preparing for tomorrow's big anniversary celebration. It's not that big. I had thought of doing something crazy. There's nobody here. So I think we're going to make it the theater of the mind with a lot of music and a lot of stuff and a lot of craziness. I'm going to try to line up some guests. So I'm going to have Lav's call. I'm going to have some people call just to celebrate that. Start working on that once the show's over. Meanwhile, i got to finish this show. So on the other side, we'll keep it continuing with more football talk. Hannah's like, thank God. 
she's not she's not talking anymore about the guys and the sports and you know in the sports like she got really freaked out at that point. You saw that, Frank? You're poking at me. Yeah, I told you get ready. I'm gonna be nice forever to you, young lady. Welcome to the big show. Yes, welcome to the big show. When we come back, I haven't forgotten you, Hannah. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. This is Jarvis Landry, and you're listening to Slam Radio. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Is that your boy? Who's that? Hannah's boy. That's Hannah's boy. And Hannah's boy is? Travis Scott. Didn't he suffer the Kardashian? Cr- cr- it was a Jenner, but Jenner's Kardashian the same. No, he's been able to weather that storm because oh, he's a Jenner. He got stumbled, though. He was stumbled. Uh, then she went to dump him and take him back. Like, we're in this turmoil and I tumult. I don't I think, think he's he weathered that storm quite well, and I think they've stayed out of the. Uh, whoa! I think they've stayed out of the tabloids also, for the most part, at least. I'm excited about watching the Dolphins this weekend, Frank. Oh my god! My Dolphins are seven and four, bro. Oh my god! Tua, Tua or Fitzy? Well, if his thumb hurts, you know I didn't want him to start anyway. So let's, so that his feelings aren't hurt, let's tell him his thumb is worse than it is, mm-hmm. and let Fitzmagic throw. Because he wasn't ready. Early. Or if, or maybe he's not Remember the right guy. I told you it wasn't the time. It's not the right guy. It, it, that could be it. I think Herbert was the right guy. Well so my my son is furious at me because my I guess my content uh, it's not the content. My discourse has changed about two in recent weeks. So I'm not doubting Tua. I'm just saying I'm wondering. So I'm curious if he fits what we're looking for. I don't know. I get the impression the Dolphins are trying to figure that out, too. Mm-hmm. I think they're scratching their head wondering if they made the right decision or not. I got a feeling um, that his thumb is going to still hurt. And Fitzmagic will get the start. They play this week I mean, against... Uh, I got to check. I don't, I don't remember right now. Right now I remember. Um, I mean, but to be fair, they, they pulled him after the six sacks. And you can't. And he was 3-0 and before the six sacks. So I you can't be like That's all of a sudden now jump on the That's what giving side. me a hard time about it. You're going you're gonna to give a guy a hard play. He hasn't lost a game as a starter. But it wasn't that his stats were necessarily stellar in order for you to defend that 3-0 either. No, his stats have been putrid. The only game he played any good was against Herbert. And Herbert out, out passed him anyway. I mean, it is true. Out pass him. Why did I lose my board up? Because I have to set the log for the rest of the day. Oh, I was going to say she's better than you. She's better than you the same way. Who is better than who? I, I don't know what, what the idea, what the right thing to do, Frank, is. I will just say that I think for the immediate future, like you, you gotta let this kid know that they don't want his thumb to get any worse <laughs> than what it is. Okay, um, and therefore, because of that, no offense, but we're gonna we're gonna give Fitz Magic the rock. Would you Would you agree that that's kind of the the strategy? That's the. I don't know if it's the strategy, but I think giving Fitz the rock is the right decision. 
Oh, yeah. There's no doubt it's the right decision, kid. But as it stands right now, what's his status? Is it a doubtful status? Is it a... I think he's out. Oh, so they have him out already. I think. I got to double check. Holy mackerel. So he's out for this week's game? Yeah, I believe um, because, like, all over the fantasy wires and fantasy rumors and stuff like that, it's all about um, Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick, he's the, he's the, he's the up-and-up quarterback right now to grab, especially for this week. Am I the only one having internet issues? Um, it's taking me 30 minutes to try to upload something here. This is unbelievable. That's pretty crazy. All right, so I'm not going to get to look up what I need to look up. This is unreal. You are the only one, by the way, because I'm good. One day Google Chrome works right. The next day it's the other one that works. Every day it's a different one that works better than the other. I get pissed off. It's because everyone's on the internet nowadays. Yeah, it doesn't matter, though. It shouldn't be that way. I know. It's, it's pretty bad. So, I just think, Frank, that if you're going to go and be 7-4 and four with 5 to play and you've got a chance to win and you face Cincinnati this week at home, you want to give your team the best chance to win. The best chance to win is not to win. Right? So, I got to give the ball to Fitz. But, of course, everybody's talking about how you've got to give two of the ball now because this is a post-season post appearance, and it gives him an opportunity. No, man. Like, I think you just give Fitz the ball, and that's that. We haven't been 7-4 and four in a long time. We haven't been 7-4 and four in a long time. Frank. Mediocre, though, man. You're very excited about seven and seven and four or whatever, but at the end of the day, you get into the playoffs and nothing's gonna happen. I don't understand You're why you guys thinking about celebration old, of mediocrity. It's not a me seven and four does not blend mediocrity. I know that math's not your strong shoot, but but the, 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 six thirty six winning percentage. And you win 10 games in football, you're not a mediocre team, man. But that's what you're averaging when you have a six thirty six winning percentage. They need to make this push. When was the last time New England was two games under? The Dolphins? The Dolphins. When Tom Brady got hurt. No, it was only no, it wasn't because they finished eleven and five just like the Dolphins. Dolphins had the tiebreaker on them. Fair enough. That was a guess. Before that, I have no idea. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Good morning, you're on good uh, good morning, amigo. Hello. Hello. Oh God, are you serious? <laughs> Did you plan this? We didn't plan anything. Due to scheduling, due to schedule, by the way, due to scheduling issues, we've had to postpone two or four Tuesday now for a couple of days. One was due to natural issues. The other one was due to management because they're pulling the Jimmy Kimmel, my demon, on me. <laughs> because the cream is rising and the truth, as they say, will set you free. And tour just sucks. Or as the NFL stands not for lefties, not for long. So he sucks, but he's 3-0 as a starter, I think, right? Larry, his defense and the special teams carried that guy. That guy has played four games and is averaging like about a buck 30 in throwing yards. As your quarterback, when the number six overall pick and the first overall pick are closer to 300 yards per game, three touchdowns, and here's another interesting stats because hashtag numbers don't lie. 
Tua's been sacked 10 times compared in four games. And by the way, I'm not counting the Jets game, the three snaps, because other stats are putting it in the mix. Fitzpatrick has been sacked 14 times in eight games. Same line, same issue, same offense. So, but you say the numbers don't lie, and you attribute all these victories to a defense that the Miami Dolphins seem to, in your opinion, be dominating, yet their defense is on the bottom third of the NFL. They're 20th in the NFL in defense. So explain to me, okay. what is the what, look, where's the Chicago Bears defense that's helping the Dolphins win? Please, because look, their look defense, as a defense, is worse than two is at a quarterback. Like, with all due respect, it's I understand, but is, come on. This is, when it comes to defense, the numbers are always screwed a little bit because most, de- most defensive corners will tell you, hey, between the 20s, run up on me all day. The most important one that counts is your scoring. And as long as we don't score, you know, more than 14, we allow more than 14 points and we can score a couple of points here and there, we're doing our job. So necessary, you know, you want always like a top five, top ten team uh, defense in the NFL. And that's another thing, too. And that's remember, the game against the, the Rams, they, they busted at the seams. They had the pick six, the fumble recovery. They had a, a punt return, block return. And I told you guys, if you take all that stuff out and you laughed at me, that game would have been 17-14, the Rams win. But again, the kids played four games, and now he's only thrown for, what, 600 yards, has 10 sacks, six touchdowns. That's it. The, the defense, it comes. The NFL reveals character really quick. He's not going to be there. And by the way, I don't know about this dumb stuff, because think about it. The Dolphins are in playoff position. They're like, what, the yeah. fifth? I, I'm going to call the them conference? out. I'm interrupting, but I'm going to call them out on bullcrap on that one, Frank, because the day before we knew whether he was going to be out or not, he didn't even have his thumb wrapped. He didn't even right. have like anything on his thumb. And then all of a sudden, his thumb so, is the issue? So you pull him three weeks ago. Well, you pull Fitz three weeks ago. To say, hey, let's see what we got. Now you're running for three or four games. Now you're in the midst of a playoff run, which Miami hasn't seen the playoffs in God knows how long, right? And they need to update the song because it's when you're saying the Dolphins, we're not, we're not, you know, we're not in the Super Bowl winning the Super Bowl. It's actually we're hosting the Super Bowl because that's the record, the best record that Miami has. They, they lead the, the NFL for hosting the most Super Bowls in the NFL, like 10-11 now. But let's get back to it. All of a sudden now you're in the heat of it, and guess what? Like you were just saying, do you want, do you want the kid to, to prove his mettle or do you want to keep him on the sideline with an iPad and rubbing his chest, you know, doing plays because that's what he does when he has nothing better to do? But I'm glad, Larry, you admitted it, that I changed your mind, that the Dolphins blew it with that fifth pick. I don't think they blew it yet. I think the verdict is still out. Oh, brother, brother. You hear that? You hear that? That's it. It's done. What, it's a wrap. What's done? Tua in the NFL. Tua no, might go I'm back not to saying Alabama. That. I'm saying that they're seven oh. and four, and you want an experienced quarterback to give you a chance in a playoff run. I don't think you need Tua in there, and Tua's things aren't going to get hurt if he doesn't play. Kid. This kid's a winner. This, this is the is kid that jumped on the halftime of the national championship and was throwing dimes to every first round pick receiver in the last, you know, three drafts or two drafts. Come on, this I'm is the not, winner. This I is the savior. Know, this uh, is what all of you, all, you, you know. Gotta all be a smart aleck about it. Saying, oh, he's parting the way. He's gonna be the winner. This is clutch time. Why? Why is he not in? Because they don't have faith on him. Because he's a rookie, man. He's a rookie. And what is your way, problem? I'm you out like two this weekend. Later. See you. What is wrong with you? You coach this game. This guy, mic dropping, terrible. Terrible.
All right, Frank, we're going to go to break because I came up with this brilliant idea. And I didn't want to save it for the last segment, but I didn't want to wake anybody up. You might have to stall because I'm in communication right now just in case he says yes now. Okay. So just stall. So I know he's not listening right now, but DJ Laz, today's his birthday. So we're calling him and telling him that we're having a debate about music, and he's the only one that can settle it. So when you cater to him on that level, he comes in as the expert. And we're going to ambush him with a little birthday celebration music by his boy Uncle Luke. Frank, do we go to break? or Oh, no. He's ready. See, Luke? I'm telling you, Laz responds quick, but boy, I can't believe it. He's going to fall for this. So you ready for this, Hannah? We're going we're gonna, to... You gotta make it a, a party. Remember, he likes that morning show party environment. So I need you screaming, hooting, hollering. My students, the ones that are, don't say a lot, although today you've been talking a lot. I want you to get hyped when we get to the part where he comes on and we ambush him and say HBD. Because he doesn't know we're gonna ambush him. He has no idea. Breaking format here. So Frank's trying to get him on the air. And uh, we'll have. Yep, we'll have DJ. Actually, this is a perfect time. To go live. Yes, it is. Yeah. This is perfect to go live, Frank. That's exactly what I'm Keep doing. stalling because he had me call him, but I think he has his phone blocked to out inside calls or unknown numbers. So I believe he should be calling me in a minute. So oh gosh. You gotta stall. Because if then we go to break, then it's not he's not gonna we're gonna lose his attention. It's not gonna happen. Okay. Boy, I'm trying to do this. I'm terrible. <laughs> click story, click live. Okay. I click, click star. Live. Where's the start? The red button or this one? The red button. There you go. Big red button. No, that's not a start. That's a filter. It's this one. It's that one, yeah. Okay. It didn't oh, work I'm last sorry. time. I'm it sorry. didn't work last time. That's why. All right. So my live is on. Here we go. We're ready to rock and ready roll. To rock peeps. and roll. We're ready to ambush them. But of course, no phone ringing. Of course. Come on. Come on. on. Killing. Come on. Larry, I don't want to go. Rosado to... says, "What's up?" Who? Rosado. Rosie. Go Gators. Oh no. That's <laughs> Jonathan Rosado. My He's life. my former producer. We used to call him Pinky because his last name is yeah. Rosado. That's my boy, Pinky. Love you, Papo. I'm proud of you, man. Beautiful family, bro. It's awesome. So we're on. I'm on my live right now here. So asking you shall receive. We, we have this huge debate in our class about music in Miami, and we figured there's only one person that we can go to to get him to like break the tie to to absolutely let us know if if he agrees or disagrees. So we go to the one only DJ Laz. Lazaro Mendes joining us here on Good Morning Amigo. What's up, Laz? How you doing, brother? Good morning, everybody. Good morning. I'm glad I'm the I'm the deciding factor. You are the deciding factor. I'm gonna play a song for you, and okay. you need to tell me. I think this song is as synonymous to Miami as any song in our lifetime. Okay. I need to know if you agree or disagree. Okay. Yeah. What did you think? You really thought I needed you to break a tie for something? No, my brother. Look at this. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. And the whole Thank gang is here. We wanted to wish you a happy birthday. My brother from another mother. DJ I Lazo appreciate Mendes. you guys. I love you, bro. We had to do this, man. You're family. I'm like 
I'm like, well, I'm going to be the deciding factor. My boy can walk. That is a great Miami song. But I had to introduce, just to get you to fall for the trap, we wanted to wish you a very, very happy birthday. In fact, we were talking about you earlier today. Oh. Yeah, because remember, I, I'm still going to hold you to, I know you hate waking up early if it's not for fishing, but one right. morning I want you to come host the show with us. Like, I want I you to sit in my chair for, and I'll be your co-host. For you guys, for you guys, I will do that. That's what I want for Christmas. The DJ equipment's here. That I want it to be like a DJ last morning show inside of Good, Good Morning Amigo. Uh, you know it. what? Let's do that. That'll be the last morning show ever. <laughs> <laughs> Let's plan a date. I'm going to hit you up on the text. Let's plan a date before Christmas. Um, Absolutely. And you come on in. Our students are going to be stoked. They're all there. They're wishing you a happy birthday. They're a little shy, but they were all dancing be- in the Zoom. Don't be shy in the Zoom, guys. Don't be shy. <laughs> so hey, well, Larry, Frank, the whole crew, Slam Radio, thank you very much for the birthday wish. It means a lot, and it's it's, it's very my my last year in my forties. So uh, preparate. You know, don't th- I'm telling you, preparate. I'm already there. Preparate. It gets good now, but you're living life like a twenty-year-old kid. <laughs> I you're, I live through you vicariously. That zest. Uh, you have a vigor for your fishing, for your for your for your trade, for the things that you do and your relationships. It's just it's it's wonderful. And you know, I didn't get a chance to see you today. I'm gonna do this on the air. There's a few people that over the Thanksgiving holiday I didn't get an opportunity to thank. And ironically, there were people that I thought I was gonna see today, you being one of them. I'm not gonna get the chance to see you, but I wanted to thank you for everything you've ever done for me. During this holiday season and a year like 2020, that's absolutely sucked. By the way, I fired 2020 yesterday. I gave it 30 days notice. So, wow. Yeah, I fired you, it on the morning nice show. Enough, you were nice enough to give it 30 days notice. That's I what I told him. I told him you should have just fired his ass <laughs> and thrown his ass on the street. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, we can't skip all of December. I mean, we have the holidays. We have vacations. Like, you know, you can't do that. So we got to live it through and you got to rough it out. And I think 2020 is going to use their sick days for the remainder of the year. And then we're going to move, go. move forward. But I wanted to take the opportunity to thank you, man, for always supporting not just slam radio efforts, but personally my efforts and and my dreams. And if it's something as silly as, hey, Laz, I'm going to teach myself how to DJ, and you're there and giving me pointers and and critiquing, and I keep getting better, and and, and I keep coming to you. Or if I need an idea, or I need something, or I need a vision, or I need something facilitated, you're always there for us, and you really, truly are a brother to me. And I wanted to thank you for everything you do on this birthday of yours. It's... uh, it's a, it's a holiday. I think it should be a South Florida holiday, but for me, it's my brother's birthday, and it makes me very happy, man. Happy birthday to you, Laz. I love you, bro. Thank you. Well, that, first of all, it's absolutely my pleasure. Anything you you guys ever need, you already know, you can count on me 100%. And for, for the kids listening or whoever's listening right now, anything you put your mind to, you can accomplish. So just make sure that you stay focused, and it's never easy, but if it was easy, everybody would do it. Last tomorrow is our two-year anniversary of Slam Radio, ironically. I can't believe it's been two Woo! years since the day we opened the doors and clicked on the lights for the first time. So we're going to be mixing and partying and having a good old-fashioned hoedown right here well, at Slam Radio. you know I love me some hoedown. <laughs> 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 we're going to have a good time. Um, you know you're welcome to call in and say hello, but if not, at least tune in a little bit. You'll have some fun. You'll be surprised, man. We're trying to mold this thing around what you used to do back in the day on your I, morning shows. A lot of excitement. I got the young I lady. Uh, uh, Hannah's our newest addition. Hello, hello. Hannah's a 21-year-old Hi. from Miami Hi. Lakes. Uh, I invite you to check her out on Instagram, but she is very pretty, very smart. 
And her uncle's one of my good friends, bro. So, like, you know. It's hey, hey, hardworking. That, that's no, the main No, Oye, she works her tail off. No joke. In like, she has go. a full-time job. She goes full-time school. And she's full-time interning with us. But she's a part of the show because she's a great addition. She jives with awesome. us really well. And, and man, we've been looking for years. I kept telling you, I need, that, I, I need a young lady that can come on here and jive with us. I think we found her. I can't wait for you to meet her when you come in. I cannot wait either. Guys, you have See a great you day. Thank you for Thank you, Mama. Thank you for the birthday wishes. And uh, enjoy the day. It is definitely a beautiful day out in Miami, so I am going to go enjoy the outdoors. My man, enjoy it. I love you. Happy birthday. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks. You got it, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks. DJ Laz in the house. We're giving him a little happy birthday. We ambushed him, but it worked perfectly. Right? Yeah. Totally ambushed. He wasn't expecting that, McKay. He's like that. Kay is so serious. Like when she's business, look at her, she's business. She give me a st the producer stare down. I'm busy right now, Melian. What's up? Like she gave me that stare down and whatnot. Now I'm excited. Now I'm hyped. What are we doing? That was pretty cool. I think that was cool. I like having him. That was amazing, bro. That's really cool. You guys got him good though. Oh yes, we did. Frank, we got to start organizing that day. Okay. I think a B day is the one that works for that. Do you agree? I uh, agree, 100%. Now, the eight days are going to get mad at me when I say, no, we want it on eight day. We want it on eight day. We'll figure it out. We got to do it on his schedule, so I can't actually predict that. <sighs> wow, bro. Where did the show go? I don't know. I'm not going to break, so we skipped that 1040 break because the break was last. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, break. Bye, break. No more break. See you later, break. Bye-bye, break. See ya. You, um, you getting a feel for what's going down around here, huh? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. I feel like, you know, these 30, these 30 days of 2020. Gone. Gone. History, pa fuera. I like that, though. Where you at? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to encourage them to use their sick days. I'm going to encourage 2020 to use their sick days. Get out of here. I like that we were able to do that for Laz. Yeah, since you took so much time telling him about how appreciative you were, you didn't allow me to get my time, so now I have to text Talk to him every oh, day, bro. No. Come on. You talk to him more than I do. You wish. Maybe not Laz. Yeah, I talked a lot to Laz. <laughs> That's why he said that. I'm sorry, bro, but he's like my brother, bro. But you have a pipeline to him, too. You're such a... You, Apparently, if I texted him and he answered within 30 seconds... Then I obviously, then what are you worried about? Well, like, I, I told you this guy likes you. Frank is likable. I like Frank. You think Frank is likable? Of course. We have like that connection going on. Oh, oh Hannah, thank you. you know? Oh. <laughs> hey, Frank, what is it with these kids nowadays and the Baba Booey? What the heck is a Baba Booey? What in the world? Do you guys know what Baba Booey is? No. No idea. What is that? What's Baba Earth. Booey? So, do you know what Baba Booey is? Wait, I saw familiar. you posted a pic. It sounds familiar, but I don't remember what it is. So, Baba Booey was a character in the Howard Stern Morning Show. That's what I thought. All right. Okay. But these kids don't know about Howard Stern. No, they don't know about Howard Stern. So apparently it's something having to do with a meme. The reason I ask him is because, A, I don't know, and B, I want you to tell me what it is. It has to do with a meme or some silly joke that makes them laugh. Because apparently people walk up on you and creep up on you and go, Baba Booey or something like that. Well, I, I don't know if that's what it is. That's never That's not the... It's not the F-H-I-T-P one. I'm not, that's not what I'm talking about. No? No, you know how they used to do that. Yeah. Say the bad words. So I think it's something like that, but they do Baba Booey now or something. 
Can some nobody knows what I'm talking about? Am I alone on an island here for real? I'm, I'm gonna be able to help you out with that one. I have no. This is the first time I ever hear anything about it. That's it. I gotta Google. When when in doubt, Google. So it's a meme. I don't know. I'm just saying things. I don't know. I don't really know. Why did I bring this up and not know? Baba, buoy, meme. It is a meme. I was right. Look. The first I'm, time I hear of this. I'm telling you. I remember who Baba Booey was. That's why it sounded familiar to me. Hold on. Look at this. I can't make this up. Baba Booey. It's a soundbite, which I love. I don't know if I'm allowed to use it. because, Who cares? Huh? Who cares? You don't know about Baba Booey? I know about Baba Booey. But why? how is it a meme? I don't understand how it's kind of like connecting with I'm this generation to find out for you right now know your meme is a catchphrase that is often shouted as a verbal prank during moments of high tension and live broadcast i was right i was right even when i don't know i'm right because you're not right often so that's why you're questioning no i'm right all the time that's the beauty of this <laughs> right is my middle name no your middle name starts with an r but it's not right I was just about to say that. I was correct. I don't understand why, but whatever. So you had never heard of the Baba Booey meme? No, is that where he got his name from, though? Well, Baba Booey is the name that was given to him on the show by I Howard Stern. I understand that, but is that how he got his name? Through the show? I guess, or for the, because of the clip. Yes. No, he got it because his name is Baba Booey. That was his name on the radio show. Gary Delabati was Baba Booey. That was his radio name. So is this the same as getting Rick Atlead? Aslead. Whatever, Aslead. Which is Rick Rolled is what they call Rick it. Rick Rolled. Well, they play the song, something similar to this. But with Gary or Baba Booey, he was the executive producer of the Howard Stern Show. And the name was so uniquely sounding that when... Stern would say Baba Booey. It was great. By the way, another great Brooklyn-born man. Baba Booey born in Brooklyn. This, uh, this has been put, picked up on, on TikTok, though. That's why... It's a TikTok, it's a TikTok meme TikTok thing. thing. It's That's whenever you're pranking somebody. Apparently, they Baba say Baba Booey when they're pranking somebody. But I don't understand how these things just started. So they just pop up out of nowhere. So I was right. Okay. I guess. So you, sure. How is it that all of you who are in the know, all you hip... Youngster. I'm not hip. I don't know anybody that's all hip. I've never here. claimed hip. Who told you that I was hip? I'm not hip. hip I, go, I, I be texting Hannah with certain things. Hip, I'd be like, hip, hip, I'd be, I be trying different things. Like I text Hannah, I'd be like, no cap, and I'm like, oh, let me see if she laughs. Ah. Dude, I peeped that. Peeped that right, and I didn't get a laugh back. So I'm like, all right, I used to write. He's saucing it up. He's saucing it up, but he don't know what Baba Booey is. No, but come on, that's just no. Anyway, I posted on my story yesterday. I saw that. I saw that. I um. I was driving through a parking lot, and I just entered an establishment in which adult beverages or adult bottled beverages are sold, and he had just been next to me in line, and I had actually talked to the guy, and then when I go outside, I get in my car, and I go to drive by, and there's a car parked, and you see the picture, it says Baba Booey, but it's spelled differently than Baba Booey's name, and I said, this cannot possibly be true, because it's been, it's for three weeks, I've had to deal with this Baba Booey thing because of my son. And I said, I can't believe I'm looking at this. Like, how is this even possible? And then the old man comes out. So I said, this guy has no idea about the meme. He has no idea about anything. He is Baba because he's a Howard Stern fan. Uh -huh. So I lower my window. I go, hey, I do radio on Sirius XM. 
Hills. Oh, Howard Stern. And I'm like, so that's why you have that? He goes, yeah, I love Howard Stern. I said, thank you. How funny. I said, can I take a picture? You give me permission? He goes, absolutely. I said, thank you. Click. Baba booey. So there you go. So you didn't know about that, huh, Frank? Neither did I. Um, yeah, I didn't realize that, though. That's interesting. And none of the kids knew. Wow. All right. Fair enough. I just think it's I think it's crazy that something like somebody randomly uses like like let's say I randomly use Shabui like on a TikTok and the right person sees it and all of a sudden they use Shabui and before you know it Shabui's like the next awesome. Yeah. You know, I don't understand how that happens. You like should, I don't understand how a video just just becomes viral. I get like 80,000 million people see it and all that, but like what gets somebody to just share that video and then everybody else shares it? It's beyond me. Like I it still boggles my mind to this day that Lewis's video of the nuns has 25 million plus Yeah, that's unbelievable. I can't that's fathom wild. that. That's crazy. I can't fathom that's that. Crazy. That is wild. It's nuts. It's ridiculous. Like it's it's out of the You know, I, I almost ran out of time, but I have just enough time because I have one more Hannah question. I like when Hannah's here. Oh, let me stay on live. Let me stay on live. She's like, hold on, it's not time hold to cut off yet. This is a good one. Since, you know, we live vicariously through her young yeah, yeah. mind. Oh, my God. I'm so a lot of these things that are funny. So one of the show she questions that came up, Frank, I'll start with you so it gives her a little time to think about it. So have you ever been stood up on a date or have you ever done the standing up? I have definitely been stood up on a date. Um, yes to both. Absolutely. I have yes to both. I definitely yes have both. yes to both. And it's very mean, so I'm not going to say how I did it. Oh, the one I did was awful. Oh, so bad. The one I did was so bad. So bad. So bad. But she told me, she let me know in front of a bunch of people just how bad what But I did. when it happened, bro, to be fair. All I, I said to like her like, I'm DB, sorry. All right? So I don't look like a DB. Oh. All right? To be fair, this was at the, like, the epicenter of when, like, catfishing was, like, it wasn't called catfishing, but it was very easy to trick somebody. So we're doing, like, AOL chat rooms. Remember we talked about it? And you do the whole age, sex, location, slash picture. You told me so this she story. sends me a picture, and on the picture, she looks like a uh, 15. Amazing. Amazing. So we're like, Watch yo, let's meet at Sunset Place. There's no video. There's no FaceTime. There's none of that. There's beeper and, and landlines. So... I'm waiting and I'm waiting and it's taking forever and the like I'm gonna tell the story I'm gonna look whatever. Oh my god! I have to pick up a payphone because there's no phones, there's no cell phones. I have to pick up I a can't payphone because I'm sitting at Sunset Place waiting for this person to show up, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I'm coming. I'm, I hope you don't mind, but I brought my nephew." And I'm like, oh, "I don't mind at all." She, I go, "What are you wearing?" So I know who to look for. She yeah. goes, "I'm wearing a denim, like jacket with 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 jeans. Great. Where are you? Oh, I'm turning the corner right now. Great." So I go and I have an aerial view of this view. <laughs> yeah. So so the so the girl walking up was the girl that ate the girl in the picture that <gasps> ate the girl in the picture that ate the girl in the picture. No. So bad. And I'm like, yo, I'm sorry, I'm out of here. Out. And I dipped. I but, never. But she saw you get up. No, because she I was on the third like. floor. She was on the first floor oh, of okay. the place, and I got oh, an aerial geez. view. Of you it. got an aerial view. Bounced, dude. <laughs> I <out>. bounced. <laughs> But wait, Bounce. hold on. Did she text you? Did she call you? Oh, I got Lock. paged. I remember beepers. There's no texting. Oh, it's all beepers. Gosh. So you get beep, 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 beep. But the beautiful thing about the beeper is that the beeper can't call back. <laughs> I wish I had that then. Miss that beepers, don't you, huh? Man. Yeah, I, I stood up a girl in college. Um, 
and I, I was in Gainesville at the time, and she was in Miami, and she had come up to Gainesville for a party, and we hit it off. We did a great job hitting it off, and she was a girl that had gone to my high school, but she was nerdy, and I was young and single, so I wasn't mm-hmm. looking for Mrs. Wright. Of course not. I was looking for no Miss Wright now. At that age. But I knew that I wasn't getting that from her. So bottom line is, I, 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 for some reason, we scheduled a date, and it required me to be in town. And I didn't get to Miami. I couldn't get to Miami. I didn't know how to tell her. I never let her know I was standing her up. A few weeks later, she comes back to a party in Gainesville and gives me a piece of her mind at the party and walks out. It's all good. We all serve a purpose in everyone's life and taught her to have a little pride in herself and not get stood up again. I've been stood up. What I did... When they came with the apology, just smiled. Oh, boy, a smile goes a long way, doesn't it, Frank? Because a quiet smile makes you wonder what you're up, makes others wonder what you're up to. For me, keeps me in a good mood, keeps me lucid, keeps me clear. Head on a swivel, I'd say. But certainly, it allows me to think things through. I spend my life talking. I cherish the moments I can listen. I can observe. It's better. It's more fun. Much more fun. Great show today. A lot of fun. It's a fun show. I tend to do that on days where I could be sad. No, it's Hannah. Hannah's the one that brings well, a Hannah, new light. I was waiting for Frank to say Hannah it. Hannah brings man. a lot of energy. I, I don't take all these compliments, but at least give him some back. Of course. Hannah's I, a dog. Uh, I'll enjoy the rest of the day. I think this is a job well done. But important for everyone to understand and notice the one thing that I can say. If you're stood up on a date, life is always going to throw you a curveball. All the time. doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> the curveball is called Addison. <laughs> <laughs> curveball for me is called life. And you wake up every morning. And you wonder if that curveball is a 12 to 6. It's a sidearm curveball. Sometimes it's a slider or a knuckler. It's hard to tell, man. That's what life does to you. It makes you think. So the talker will tell you, if you want to see things clearly, if you want to see the stitches on that pitch to know if it's a curve or a fastball, you got to shut your mouth. And you got to listen. you got to trust whatever the process is. I hate that saying, but every life is a process, and everything in our lives is a process. We've got to trust those processes. Frank, you started working out yet? It was cold yesterday, man. I wasn't trying to do that. Plus, I was trying to get my hair all on fleek. The training begins today. Oh, I got three miles planned today to run. The training started yesterday. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? Three miles like that? There's no way you could possibly do it just like that. You, you want me to put it on Instagram? You're damn right I do. I ain't running three today. Tag me in it. I'm I not running run three, but three I'm honest miles. about it. I will run three. In this weather, I will run three miles and laugh at you when I'm done. With my bad back and everything. I will crack up at you when I do it. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to do it. Yeah. When I crossed the finish line, as I got back home after the three miles, <laughs> it's not a six-pack yet. We're going to give you a peek. Like the Incredible Hulk. I'm going to rip that shirt off. Dirty and all. See ya. The views and opinions expressed on Good Morning Amigo are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.